Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Rise and shine, Googans, go time on a Wednesday morning. We're going to get you over the hump on this hump day. Stump day, get smart, John. Gets his. Got a fun Wednesday planned and packed for you. Matty Every's going to stop by the studio in the 8 o'clock hour. So Matt has started this podcast with another tour pro. And, as fate would have it, among their first two guests, Cam Smith who we bandied about yesterday during brunch with the tour uh, on this, I don't know, rumor, uh, slight fact going around town that, that, that Cam is uh, finding it hard to find a prestigious golf club around town to, quote, welcome him. Just put it that way. But Maddie can clear it all up for us if it, uh, if it matters enough. Meanwhile, we're uh, up and at him with percolating storylines, as usual. I want to take you back a year, though, to start. Let's start today, I'm sorry, two years ago. Two years ago when the, boy, you look back on this, and because of what's happened in the two years since, it's it's easy to forget maybe what your initial hope and impression was. But when Khan hired Urban Meyer, famously said, I got it right this time. I think, I think just about everyone was at the very least cautiously optimistic that Urban Meyer and, and his style and his success would translate to the NFL. We ignored all the disclaimers of the great college coaches who have made the jump up and have failed often miserably. But nonetheless, there was this sense that Urban would be different, that he would understand today's players, a younger coach, that he had coached so much much of the top talent throughout his college career. He had won. He assumed he would bring with him uh, an amount of respect due that was not there in actuality. And that was the biggest spark for the implosion that occurred. It really was. Urban thought that he would walk in and everyone would be like, oh my God, Urban Meyer, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And that bullying style you could get away with in college football just wasn't going to work at the NFL level. And it failed miserably, as we know. Didn't make it through the first year. I say this for a couple of reasons. Just one year later, the Jags got their man, Doug Peterson, and the success that we are on now seems just as inevitable as the failure, course of failure we were on with the previous head coach. I, I I bring this up, again, for a variety of reasons. One, we had coaching moves yesterday in the NFL. They don't involve pulling up some college coach, but boy, they sure hit the sweet spot on what we talked about yesterday, this hour uh, mostly, and that is there's different ways to get head coaches, right? You can swing for the fences with a guy who's done it before. You can find that assistant coach who is going to hit the big time. The Eagles went with the former, Andy Reid, who had been to a Super Bowl and had much success in Philadelphia. The Eagles, in replacing Doug Peterson, went the latter. They grabbed a coordinator from a successful program. Voila, they're both in the Super Bowl. 
So who knows whether the Denver Broncos or Houston Texans are doing it right. They have their coaches. More on that in a second. But back to the original point. Herb spoke this week um, on a podcast with, it's Patrick Peterson, one other player, E.T., who's the other player? Brian McFadden. So with uh, Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden, um, Urban Meyer was, was on a podcast yesterday. And look, the dude is so polarizing. Urban Meyer is so, um, I can't think of a better word than polarizing. And he's been so shaded to the negative, rightly so, that just about anything he says, the polarization is going to trend way negative, way what are you talking about, way are you stupid, because of the general dislike that I think he's left most of us feeling for him. By the way, the whole, remember part of it too is he was going to come down and he was going to kind of re-win over that fan base in Florida that disapproved of the way he left the Gators. That didn't go so well. Persona non grata around these parts. Don't think Herbs will be retiring down in Ponte Regia Beach. But he's, to that point of polarization, he did speak on that podcast yesterday, or this week. I don't know if it was yesterday, a couple days ago. Um, we're going to pull some comments for you, let you hear them this hour. You know, revisiting what was certainly a fateful, quick era of Jaguars football, but Urban uh, talks about the Jaguars' success this year, why he saw it happen, what he thinks for the future, if you care. And I think mostly I play it for you so you can at it. <laughs> uh, to be honest, that's what it feels like. You know, back back to the NFL. Coaching is mostly in the news, but I just got to make one comment about another NFL event that's coming up this weekend. We, something's got to be done about, quote, honoring players postseason. They just do. It just waters it down. This is important. You know why it's important? Because there are going to be players 15, 20 years from now, they're going to be weighing their pro football careers against other players, and they're going to use certain benchmarks to accentuate their case, and these benchmarks are being watered down Past the point of relevance. I give you the AFC Pro Bowl quarterback roster. We told you yesterday Trevor got in. Look, deserved. You could have argued he should have been among the, the first, but it's a very deep group. I get it. If he's fourth or fifth down the line, that's fine. Derek Carr also went in as an alternate, even though he was benched at the end of the year. He's still been to the Pro Bowl before. He's a Pro Bowl-level quarterback. But when Tyler Huntley of the Baltimore Ravens is declared a Pro Bowler, for the sake of future generations of player who will use that Pro Bowl designation as a badge of honor, we got to do something. No disrespect to Tyler Huntley. It is what it is. He threw two touchdown passes this year. Two. Now, how in the world do you measure that? How how do you compare guys down the road? Well, he went to seven Pro Bowls. Really? The, The one Tyler Huntley threw two touchdowns and went to? Now, I get where we're at, man. There is no game anymore. Personally... In fact, I've even done the due diligence of looking at what this Pro Bowl skills challenge 
schedule is going to look like that. I'll share that with you in the football fix. But man, if we are to the point of attrition, what what a slap in the face this is to every quarterback who actually started all year, by the way. I mean, Huntley barely played down the... Now, understand, Allen is out. Mahomes is out. Herbert is out. Is that it? Well, maybe the three. Russell Wilson, as terrible as he was, deserves to be a pro bowler over Tyler Huntley. I just, I don't... Whether it's the system that needs to be fixed or just the whole thing scrapped. All right, because it's going to take a while for us to make the transition of, you know, evaluating players and not using Pro Bowl as one of as one of the benchmarks. There are too many. And by the way, when you look back in history, do all those guys who were legitimate Pro Bowlers and then can't play because of the Super Bowl or injury, are they no longer Pro Bowlers this year? Like, what does their resume say? At the end of the year, when you look back in the Almanac, will there be six Pro Bowl quarterbacks this year? The three real ones? The legitimate replacement in Trevor Lawrence, the legacy replacement in Derek Carr, and then the what-in-the-hell replacement with Tyler Huntley. I don't mean to beat up on Tyler Huntley, but good grief, man. I mean, come on. All right, on to the coaching news. I guess the first one we share depends on your view of the value of draft picks. That's that's what it comes down to. Because of the draft pick it is, to me this is a no-brainer. The Denver Broncos are trying. I'll give them credit. They try. You know who else tried over and over and over again? Daniel Snyder. He tried. He gave up massive money, traded draft picks, hired every hot coach he could from Spurrier to Schottenheimer down the list, constantly changed coaches, never got the stability at quarterback that he needed. But he tried, too, for years. The Broncos try. They're aggressive. They traded all those picks to get to Russell Wilson. And then one of the few picks they have this year, they had a number 29 overall that they got from, uh, well, who? Who's 30th? Bengals, the 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 Niners, someone, somewhere, somehow. But they have the 29th overall pick. They are sending it to the New Orleans Saints for coach Sean Payton. You don't see a lot of trades for coaches in the NFL. It's very rare that it happens. I believe the last one was Gruden. That worked out. Got the Bucks a Super Bowl. But the Saints are going to get the Broncos 2023 first-round pick. That's a uh, number 29 overall. Also going to get a second-rounder next year. In return, the Broncos will get the Saints' third-rounder. If things go according to plan for Denver, the Broncos' second-rounder with Sean Payton revitalizing, they hope, Russell Wilson. That second-round pick may be awfully close to the Saints' first-round pick, quite honestly. I mean, third-round pick, quite honestly. You know, if if the Broncos are lower in the round and the Saints are higher in the round, those picks will end up kind of offsetting. Uh, Peyton will also be uh, become one of the highest-paid coaches in the league. Peyton telling the papers in New Orleans that this was the opportunity he was looking for. Here is the list of teams that have traded for head coaches. Let's see how they've worked. Bill Parcells. Traded from the uh, Patriots to the Jets. 
Uh, Parcells had success with the Jets. I think he went to an AFC championship game, ironically, against Denver with Vinny Testaverde as his quarterback. Never went to or won a Super Bowl. The Jets gave up four draft picks, but a first in 99, a second in 98, a fourth in 97, and a third in 97. But that was certainly an accomplished guy, right? Little Parcells. He had won multiple Super Bowls with the Giants. Mike Holmgren traded from the Packers to the Seahawks for a second-round pick. And, and by the way, Green Bay sent the 49ers a second-round pick to get Holmgren, who was an offensive coordinator. Wow, what a trivia question. Mike Holmgren's been traded for twice. He's fetched a second-round draft pick twice, once before he'd ever been a head coach. Bill Belichick was traded for. Traded from the, they, they, they flipped it around. Parcells, Patriots to Jets. Belichick traded from the Jets to the Patriots for a first, a fourth, and a seventh. Yeah, that was worth it. Huh? Think about that. The Patriots traded three draft picks for Bill Belichick. He won them six Super Bowls. That is unbelievable ROI. John Gruden was traded for. We just mentioned that. Um, hard to believe, but the Chiefs traded a fourth rounder to get Herm Edwards from the Jets. And now Sean Payton, two draft picks, a first and a second. Uh, the Broncos, in return, will get a third. They traded last year's first-round pick to get Russell Wilson, but then they got a first-round pick with, from the Dolphins in the trade for Bradley Chubb, which uh, a pick which originally involved the 49ers, so around and around they go. Um, so, in a way, or not in a way, what the Saints accomplished here is they get back into the first round. Uh, they had lost that pick. They traded it to move up last year in the draft. So that's a big move. Peyton was the coach of the year in 2006, but that was a long time ago, man. Peyton's career in New Orleans is good. I don't think it's as great as you might think. He was 152 and 89. So let's say 150 and 90, 15 and 9, basically. So what is that? 24 games? Anyone? Five-eighths of his game, so what's five-eighths of 16? It's about 10. You're going to go about 10 and 7, sometimes sometimes 11 and 6 on average with Peyton. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett just had a brutal year, and it went out as unceremoniously as it played out. He was dumped after the Broncos lost 51-14 for the nation to see. Wasn't that a Christmas Day game? I believe it was. Tragedy. Oh, gosh, it was awful. Uh, Peyton won the Super Bowl with the Saints. Didn't coach last year, an analyst for Fox Sports. Uh, look, he's known for his offensive acumen. I, I think this, when it comes to a fit, and I said this earlier in the carousel process, it would intrigue me from this standpoint. Russell Wilson's a smart cat. He's had a lot of success. He knows what he's doing, right? Is his arm what it was? Probably not. Guess who else wasn't the strongest-armed quarterback in the league yet set just about every record? Drew Brees. Drew Brees, right? Guess who else was just like a six-foot-tall, somewhat mobile guy? Not, not as mobile, in fact, as Russell Wilson. Drew Brees. This, to me, would seem like the huge winner here is Russell Wilson, who gets a guy that can implement the system that Drew Brees and he ran to incredible success in in New Orleans. I would expect this move to pay off for the Broncos. Now, it's look, it's a tough battle. A tough battle. 
You got Mahomes and Herbert. Mahomes, let's you know, you got Mahomes. There's no reason that Peyton and Russell can't be Herbert and Staley. Let's be honest at this point, from what the Chargers have shown us now, with now three years uh, under Herbert. Yeah, they're 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 legit. I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but they're not up in that Bengals Chiefs category. The two teams that have been to back to back championship games. But the AFC as a whole is tough. It's look, these guys look for situations. Understand this: ego is not always a a terrible thing. It's also something that fuels you. It, it leads to belief. These quarterbacks, like Tom Brady to the Raiders, he's not going to oh, go, I'm not going to go to the Raiders. There's Burrow and Mahomes. I don't think that way, man. Sean Payton and go, oh, I'm not going to go to Denver. The AFC's too tough. Uh, those, those men don't think like that. But boy, if you are a team, it's already here, set and established in the AFC, trying to win your way to a title. It just keeps getting tougher and tougher. We know the quarterbacks in the, in the conference, and now you're going to add Sean Payton to the coaching ranks in the conference. And it, what if, and these aren't outlandish, what if Aaron Rodgers ends up with the Jets and Tom Brady with the Raiders? I mean, you could literally have like seven of the top eight quarterbacks minus Jalen Hurts in the AFC. Woof. And some pretty good coaching there as well. So we're uh, up and up and rolling. I'll go a little deeper in into that urban uh, podcast appearance when we come back on the other side let you hear what the uh, infamous former head coach uh, of the Jags had to say uh, we got some other you know uh, angles to tackle here as we keep you moving along on a hump day Wednesday morning our Wednesdays as always brought to you by Beatrice Plumbing look here's a guarantee if you're a homeowner or shoot I don't know who you use for uh, on a a bigger scale of your apartment or lease or anything else. At the end of the day, you are going to need plumbing services. It's a fact. More than once. Whether you're a young parent and Susie has stuffed Barbie down the toilet and packed up everything in your house to water heaters going out to slab leak. I mean, you name it, man. It is going to happen. It's part of life. Don't you want that go-to in your back pocket? That company, that name you can trust? Well, we, you, you're going you're gonna to learn that name an uh, awful lot here in the coming, not weeks or months, but years. So we partner with Beatrice Plumbing to give you just that. Go to Beatrice Plumbing. They're like family, no job uh, that they can't handle for you and yours. So BeatrosePlumbing.com for more on that one. And we will return with more next here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. What would you be looking for in a job? I think it's more, everyone's asked about that, like city or quarterback. I, I think it's more about ownership and front office. I, I, I think, look, there's no utopia. All these teams that we just saw Jay go through, they're all, they're all moving on for reasons. And some of them, you got to be careful. If it's not just the coach, that there's other problems that are deeper. So for me, it would be ownership and front office. That's Sean Payton, I guess, in his last bit of broadcasting, at least for a while. He was on the pregame show this weekend, and Terry Bradshaw asking the question, you know, just what would it take to for us to find Sean Payton back on the sidelines? And look, I don't mean to skip over D'Amico Ryans. He, he's, he's an assistant. Uh, look, everyone feels this guy is arrow pointing up, right? Um, drafted by the Texans. He has a history with them, and so he got the job with the Texans yesterday. But the attention will kind of rightfully be placed on Peyton, who's been there, done that. And, you know, now you heard him say it was more than just the quarterback and the play, the player uh, personnel situation. It's deeper. And 
and we heard this early in the process with Peyton, right? He was commenting on the, the Broncos' ownership and front office, and it's, you know, how solid that was, was very appealing. And so uh, there you go, Sean Payton on uh, to the Denver Broncos. Now, <laughs> Urban Meyer was faced with similar decisions. I told you earlier, he was on a podcast with Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden, uh, and, and Herbs was asked by those two, after the failed experiment in Jacksonville, you know what? Does he have any desire to coach again? No desire, and of course, you know I think I do some things differently, and um, you know I was excited to see because you know, they they have a lot of different players. And when I was there, they they did a really good job in free agency this year. And um, but you know, to me, and you guys know this. It almost it's fun. It's kind of funny when you say the NFL is a quarterback league. Pop Warner is a quarterback league. So is high no school. No question. Right. It's a quarterback sport. <laughs> and when you get a when you get a you know a killer like uh, Trevor Lawrence or a JT Barrett or a Cardell Jones or Tim Tebow, you got a chance. So they 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 got a great future. That's uh, Urban saying they have a great future. He said he you know Trevor's you know is could be Hall of Famer. Uh, thinking along those same lines. We'll say this about. Uh, Urban as bitterly as it flamed out. I don't think he's sitting somewhere wishing the Jags would fall off into the ocean, right? Probably wish well for uh, Trevor and that gang. But uh, anyway, I hadn't talked a lot about the Jags experience. That's why we played that for you. Uh, not for any other reason. Um, I'd say both entities are much better off where they are. And that certainly rang true in year one under Doug Peterson in Jacksonville. And yeah, Arrow pointed up for our football uh, franchise here. That is for, you know, absolute certain. Um, you know, here's the bottom line, I I think, after watching so many of the college coaches come up and fail, and I think it really played out with Urban. Look, a lot of times when you get the NFL job, you got a huge undertaking. All the other teams are better than you. When these top coaches take these top jobs, that's not the case. They're bad bridge year. They don't go three and 14 and make a laughing stock of themselves. They go seven and five, and get things turned in the right direction. And then they have better players than everyone for the next 15 years. And it's a lot easier to win when you have better players. Fact. And you got to have a special ego and vision to be able to step in and not think that, oh, well, I'm the greatest. We're going to turn it around right away. Super Bowl year one. And ignore the fact that your roster is terrible. Your franchise DNA has been spotty at best and it's you know they don't have the staying power to 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 change they go from authoritarian in my way or the highway and we will win um not always going to work at that next level yeah it'll work at ohio state or florida or utah where you have significantly better players more staff and more resources than everyone else but in the nfl you don't you're you're immediately just a guy and in urban's cases it played out one of the bottom Coaches, not just of that season in NFL history. There's not a worse disclaimer. There's not a worse performance and outcome, to be honest with you, than what Urban Meyer pulled off here, not lasting a single year with that same Trevor Lawrence that uh, he is raving about. But Trevor's in improvement, and the roster definitely was better. We saw the, the, the entirety of the passing attack and Trevor's development. Yes, it was greatly enhanced by by Peterson and and McCoy and Press Taylor and that whole crew, greatly enhanced. But it was also greatly enhanced by Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram. Let's be real. 
would we have seen the same improvement from Trevor with his same weapons that he had in that rookie year? Um, the answer is no. We would have had a guy with 16 touchdowns, 14 picks probably. Those guys were a huge uh, upgrade, and then Trevor has made this huge jump and improvement. And um, and so, yeah. The inability to weather the initial storm of taking over a really bad situation, much worse than... Now, if you've been in the NFL before, you understand this, see, and you can work around and you can probably get better quicker. When you come from college where it's nothing but 12-1s and and title game appearances and top five classes without even breathing, um, it's an eye-opener. And it was quick eye-shutter for uh, Urban Meyer here. But those are some comments uh, from the podcast. You know what's today? E.T., I think you said this a, a week ago. We've said it before. I'll repeat it now. And it looks like we may be evolving back to Today being the day in high school sports. Oh, yeah. Today is National Signing Day. And gang, forever National Signing Day was the first Wednesday in February. Forever. That's what it was. They just put in this early signing day, what, four or five years ago maybe at the most, the longest. Today used to be such a huge day. And it loses its luster when you split the signing days. It... You know, I think it was an effort to take the pressure off the kids and to not keep at them for another two months before they sign. But it's not good overall for the health of college football to have this early signing day. And more and more people are coming to grips with that. And the reason is simple. You've added now the transfer portal. And that floods in that time of year after season's in. You got bowl game preparation. You got a playoff coming here soon. It's just too much. You know, you, you, you look at Billy Napier lost a week of recruiting because he's got his team in a meaningless bowl game. The early signing period is just, it's just putting too much on the plate for college football programs. And I, I'm, you know, I think that that's not my opinion per se. I think that's the evolving opinion of, of the powers that be in, in college football as well. So what does that leave us with? A quote, National Signing Day today. Where I think there's three of the top 50 are available. I guess Jaden Rashada would be an interesting name to follow. There aren't a lot of top prospects. There's no expected additions to the classes of Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Miami. Maybe Miami, actually. But it's just, it's like, it's like, today is nothing like it used to be. And it was fun. I've spent many a signing day back in my Back in my mogul days, uh, E.T., uh, doing television, and spent a lot of days, uh, you know, pulling out of the TV station parking lot at 6.30 in the morning on the way to hitting 13 spots between then and, you know, uh, airtime at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That's the hustle right there. It's hit them all over, man. I mean, if I told you the, the, the guys that I've sat down in front of and co- covered press conferences from – you know, Tim Tebow to Sam Cowart to, to, to you name a big name guy that's come through these parts. And I've sat there as they started on their college careers. Champ Bailey up at Charlton. Just Lavernius Coles. Lavernius Coles had his. Been up been I mean, just you think think of the best players that have, have come through this area. And those are the marquee signings and those. But but and the TV stations as a whole, not just I was at First Coast News for many, many years. Most of y'all know that, but not just us. Everyone in town just was all over the place, and it was just a great day of celebration. You get that to a degree in December, but guess what you have in December? You don't have now. You got football going. 
The Jags are in a playoff. Hey, man, let's just get a couple of these schools that are signing today and mention it. You, you've, you've taken this great day of platform and celebration for high school athletics as a whole. And you, you know, you, 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 you split it up into two parts and it's not near as good. It's not near as fun. Now, where that goes down the line, it's also not the end of the world. You know, we still play up signing day. There's still classes ranked. There's still storylines. I'm not saying that it went uncovered. The local hustle around town and here on the radio to get prospects and coaches and players on it, 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 you know, it still plays out in December. But having been a part of, of the big boy in, you know, in early February, it certainly pales in comparison, that's for sure. All right, there's winning at all costs, and then there's this story I bring. <sighs> this story I bring you from Virginia. Let's just call it the Shazam Spotlight, brought to you by ShazamAuto.com, shall we? You know, when you read a story and you're just like, Shazam. I mean, there's different ways you can say Shazam. So it's like, Shazam. I didn't know that. Shazam. Shazam. Like, damn. Shazam. Shazam. Like, Shazam? Like, what? Shazam. The Murray Ford Superstores. Yeah, the Shazam you get there is wow. They got the wow factor. And you know how that comes from the customer service. Been around long enough. You learned that it's more important than anything, including price, isn't it? Customer service. You know, you get what you pay for. Yes, sir. I can vouch for so many of our partners here, just not only on, on our show and our program, but throughout the day at uh, 1010XL. I think we've done a good job with that. But anyway, here's the Shazam Spotlight. A Virginia assistant girls basketball coach. Oh, when I say assistant, I don't mean the University of Virginia. No, I mean the Churchland High School JV team in Portsmouth. So a Virginia assistant, uh, an assistant girls basketball coach at Cortland High JV in Portsmouth has been fired. What does she do, do you ask? Video surfaced of her impersonating a 13-year-old JV player on her team and even participating in a game in January. Parents of the girl being impersonated in the game say Arlisha Boykins, a 22-year-old coach for the team, took the court for Churchland High School JV. They were playing against Nansamon River. Must have been a big rivalry. The player that Boykins was impersonating was out of town for a club tournament, the parents said. Coaches always preach to the kids about integrity, those types of things. I was just shocked, the player's father said. He added his daughter isn't planning on returning to Churchland High School next year. In addition, the family hopes to receive a formal apology from the school. Now, the school investigated, conducted a meeting with parents on both JV and varsity. It was determined that both teams wouldn't keep playing this year. Um, and so they have bowed out the remainder of their season. Uh, Boykins is also no longer employed by the school. I, the idiocracy is it just the idiocracy prophecy, which I first laid on you guys when I saw the movie 15 years ago. It just comes more and more solidly true every day of every year. It's, it's idiot lunacy that a 22-year-old grown woman would put on a JV basketball uniform and go play in a game. You are on the cabinet of the idiocracy. You are a idiot. <laughs> ah, football fix is next. It's a Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday. All right, we're back on the Beach Rose Plumbing. Wednesday, you have an emergency. They're like family. 
handling every job for you. That's Beatrice Plumbing. More on them. We were brunch with the tour yesterday. Uh, we were alerted to a story that was in USA Today yesterday via Golf Week. And in that story, it's suggesting that Cam Smith is being blackballed by clubs around town because of his ties to live golf. Cam, of course, lives just, a, you know, a mile or two from the home of the PGA Tour. Uh, where he earned, by the way, more than $27 million in his 20s. So, I mean, I can see how he really needs to make a cash grab. He's off to a you know, real slow start in his earnings career. Sarcasm uh, intended. Uh, so people are going to talk, and boy, have they talked. And so with rumors flying all around, uh, most asking for anonymity, you know, even in, in, intimating that Smith may uh, leave the First Coast because he's been blackballed by local clubs and can't find anywhere to play. Um, meanwhile, there are those that are saying they're all, quote, hogwash, these uh, rumors. We'll get to the bottom of them. Our, our man, Matt Every, who has the uh, good timing uh, to be starting a podcast. He's doing a podcast around the world of golf with another pro, I believe Aaron Price and and some other cats. And they're talking to, um, they have, they've done Cam Smith. So they have the answers. Matty has the answers to these questions. Not the rumors or the speculation or you know, or any other aspect of it. So uh, he's going to drop by at 8 o'clock. So it'll be fun to kick around that and some other golf news with uh, Matt Every. Catch up with uh, catch up with him. So uh, we'll look forward to that as well. Look, we, we told you about this tough stretch of Gator basketball that was coming up. They had, you know, four games. Three of them were going to be against top five teams. The other is a road game at Kentucky. Um, the, <laughs> this is how tough that stretch is. To me, the easiest of the four games is a game tonight against the number two team in the country. It's the only one at home. Florida hosts Tennessee tonight in basketball. And if you are among the Florida faithful who by your fingernails are holding on to the ledge thinking that you can be an NCAA tournament team this year, um, those nails are in danger of just breaking off and send, sending you plummeting here over the course of the next week. Because after Florida got off to such a surprisingly good start in the SEC and were standing in, in you know, pretty good shape, according to the national metrics, they've gone to Kansas State. They were blown out. Final was by 15. It was worse than that. They got Tennessee at home. They play at Kentucky. I guess maybe at Kentucky would be considered an easier game than Tennessee, but I would remind you Kentucky beat Tennessee in Knoxville. And is playing good basketball. Then they got to go at Alabama. Good luck. So that stretch starts tonight with the Gator basketball at home uh, against Tennessee. Speaking of Alabama, maybe I should have uh, shazammed this one, but Alabama and Vanderbilt played basketball last night. Look, Vandy, we know in football you you can only expect so much. Um. But in basketball, Vandy, you know, they, they, they you know, they, they show up. They're a decent basketball program. Not great. They haven't been good of late, but they certainly have proven that, you know, at their high points, they're an NCAA tournament level team. Alabama played Vanderbilt last night in basketball. Okay. Last night in basketball, Alabama beat Vanderbilt 101 to 44. What? It's the biggest margin of victory in the history of SEC basketball between two two conference teams. What? Really? 101-44. Florida goes and plays them in a week. 
Oof. Ouchie. <laughs> yeah. That's going to leave a mark. E.T., fire up the band. we got a football fix. Let me give you some news and notes from around the National Football League. All right. So, here's the deal with the NFL Pro Bowl and the schedule, if you're wondering. Uh, ESPN on uh, this Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Uh, and then, again, on Sunday at 3, has your Pro Bowl coverage. It's also being live-streamed on Fubo TV, whatever that is, and ESPN+. Plus. But here's the schedule. These are what these guys are going to be doing. Uh, dodgeball. This is a Thursday at 7. This is all on ESPN. Dodgeball, lightning round, longest drive, precision passing, and then a best catch. Then we come back Sunday with a best catch, a gridiron gauntlet, a kick-tack-toe, and then flag football games. Uh, We'll see how it hits. Um, NBA has done a good job of varying what they're weekend looks like and some other skills contests have caught up and maybe even passed the dunk contest but uh, we shall see if this registers at all with anyone as I said we almost need to completely look at it the Pro Bowl is an honor that's used as a benchmark for people's careers and if we're going to say that a guy who threw two touchdown passes in a season is a Pro Bowler we need some new definitions that's all I'm saying alright we told you Sean Payton D'Amico Ryans, both land on the coaching carousel yesterday. It is uh, Sean Payton to the Broncos. They give up a first-round pick, a late first-rounder this year. They had gotten in a trade. Uh, they give that up to get Payton. We'll see if he can work wonders with uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Meanwhile, D'Amico Ryans, who started his playing career with the Houston Texans and is seen as a fast-rising up-and-comer as the defensive coordinator for the top defense in the league with the 49ers, he gets the Houston Texans uh, job. So the uh, 49ers got quarterback issues, man. We talked about this leading up to their championship game. Has any team been able to stay good and in this case dominant? This is two straight NFC championship games for them, right? They don't have Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. They're bouncing through any and everyone to get there. And now the two guys that they do have long term have serious injury situations. Brock Purdy who tore that UCL. Don't forget Trey Lance has already missed the entire season and he has to recover from uh, injury as well. So they got two guys Brock Purdy and Trey Lance who uh, neither who could play a game this week. Um, Purdy and the Niners did say this he'll be able to have an hope he'll be able to have a surgical UCA repair Tommy John surgery augmented with an internal brace to help reinforce the ligament as it heals. Tommy John's surgery will set you back at least six months, and if we learn from baseball, it's more than that. Meanwhile, Trey Lance um, broke his ankle earlier this year. I mean, he should be fine, but he's just begun doing some impact training on his foot underwater. He had a second surgery on the ankle at the beginning of January. So, you know, he's far from a sure thing coming out of his injury as well. So, the 49ers, man, um, certainly have certainly have some issues. Players around the league are calling for the turf to be ripped up and grass to be put down. Am I wrong? Oh, uh, they've been yelling for that for a while. That's what they want, right? The turf taken out and the grass put down. I just want to make sure I've got the 
the correct you know order right. That's what they want, right? That's what they want. Yeah, because the Titans are pulling out the grass and putting in the turf. They say to to help health and safety. Okay. Shake my head. SMH. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by me. Hick and Arrival and more come your way next. Get smart. John, about 20 minutes out. You're listening to The Drill on a Beatro's Plumbing Wednesday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. <laughs> you know it! You know it! You do now. Yes, sir! What day is it? This is hump day! Oh, yeah! Over the hump, over the hump, over the hump, over the hump. Good morning, Jacksonville! Get up! They're screaming back at you right now. Shut up, Hicken! Well, so loud, they say. So loud. Stop! <laughs> Woo! Sad today. Why? He said goodbye to one of the greatest months in Jaguar history. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> it was a fun one. We went out to Houston and whooped that Texan A 31-3. Had the night to remember to win the AFC South and then top that somehow, some way with a comeback win over the Chargers. Yeah, fantastic. Oh. And a, played a good game in Kansas Hello. City. Hello, 2023. Let's go. Bring it. Don't 2022 it. was great from Baselli right to the end. Yeah, fantastic year. now we year. started 23 on a high note. And by the way. Let the good times roll, where, where, where do you land? I don't. You were. I think you were. I was seven years old. No, you were undersold on this. You were a little cooler on the idea of the total number of primetime games the Jaguars could oh, get. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, But I think we had that yeah. conversation before yeah. they got hot and won playoff games. Do you still leave, lean on two? I think that's what you said. I think you said two. Two plus the London game? Yes, I'll stand by that. I, I thought it was wrong. two, including the Actually, London game. I don't game, hope I'm wrong. I'm selfish that way. Unless the fans want it. If the fans want it, whatever. But yeah, I prefer the afternoon football. <laughs> I love personally. Sunday at yeah. one. Yeah. You know, I almost was like, no, we don't want to do that. We'll take Sundays at one. Yeah. We're fine with that. Right. Uh, but, yeah, if the fans want them, look, the night games are fun. Um, the, the atmosphere is awesome, and those were the, like, the uh, Saturday night's a lot more fun than Sunday. <laughs> uh, well, if you work, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. Well, I, and that I'm is okay. fair. You're not going to get that atmosphere that we saw for Tennessee and, and, and L.A. ain't going to be there if it's a Sunday nighter against, you know, someone in September. It's just not. Well, People work the next special. day. Right. That yeah. was special. But it'll still be great. Oh yeah, it'll be I, great. what I'm really looking for next year out of the home crowd and out of the, the is, at, during the involvement is people get interested in not just having Jaguars tickets but using them. You know, there's too many people <sighs> that it wasn't important enough. If you could make some cash, you could sell them off. It well, didn't matter. I wanted to get to the point where it's like a must keep ticket, and people are the Niners come here next year, right? I, we have an unbelievable home that schedule. Was it, the that Chiefs was it. come here. They travel. The uh, Niners was. Ooh. I think Chiefs, the Bengals, Buffalo, and, I think, the Bengals. and the Bengals. Oh, we go to yeah. Buffalo. We go to Buffalo. Okay. We yeah. got the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Ra- uh, the, the Ravens, and the Niners. Yeah. We well, have a, one of them. One of them will be in London. But it's an unbelievable home schedule. Is the point? It's good to be here. Listen, I I can fix. Uh, what are you fixing? What's uh, broken? I can't fix it, but I I'm going to give you the events that they should have at the Pro Bowl. Okay. All right. You don't like those events? No, they're stupid. They're they're. Uh, you know they're what they are? Nancy pants. Yeah, I heard you, you reading them. Well, I know, but did you look in? Like I, I read them, but I wasn't necessarily sure what each of those designations meant. Oh, I don't exactly. care. Here's what you need. Okay. I want every quarterback to. I want the longest throw. 
Okay. I want to see which quarterback can, right? Wouldn't you like to watch that? I'd like to see who can throw it the longest. Rather than the precision passing they're going to yeah. have. Give yeah. me the longest throw. Okay. I like the precision also. Yeah, though. that's fine, but I want the longest throw, you too. Want the, but, and are we sure that that's not part of the elements of one of these contests? Isn't it the targets well, moving that, thing? Well, that, well, we've seen that before. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. But, again, I want the longest throw. I want the fastest man. Yep. Yep. I yep. want to see. I want to know who the fastest man in the NFL is. Who's there? That's fair. You know? I want. I want old superstars obstacle course. You know. You want an obstacle and, course for the players. And then I want the. Uh, and then I want the uh, weightlifting competition for the big boys. Yeah. Give me that. Now that's and, good. And I, I got no problem. I'd rather watch that than uh, 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 dodgeball. I got a better idea. I don't care about oh, well, dodgeball. It's not a better. I have an idea. What about kick tac toe. I don't need kick tac toe. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't care. I, well, I can figure out what that is. Right? Like, you're gonna have the big board. Yeah, and he's gonna have to hit his different yeah, I don't spots. Want that. It's a kicking contest. Yeah. You're trying to just change around. A that for bit. the punters yeah. and kickers. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Good. Well, maybe they'll let some. That'd be even better if they let some of the players do it. Why isn't Logan Cook in the Pro Bowl? Uh, I don't know. Pro Bowl. Well, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Um. What about this? This kind of incorporates what you're saying. Did they miss this opportunity? Turn the Pro Bowl, and it doesn't have to be two teams. Mm-hmm. Make it six teams and do the superstars from the day. Yeah. Tug do, of war. Tug of war. That was great. 400-meter, uh, 100, 100-yard 100 dash, long drive, bowling they did. Mm-hmm. Swing, they did a lot of different ones. Yeah, that, would be, that would be the funnest way to do it. Instead of two teams of, you know, 50 guys. Do t- you know ten teams or eight teams, and you and you and not everyone does every event. You figure out on your team who can do which events the best. Did you ever see that show Superstars back in the day? No, as before him. It was, but then they tried to redo it. Remember, probably in the they, late nineties. They did. They, did uh, they had a, one of the great things they had was they they took like, and they were younger. I mean, it was like the seventy four Steelers against the seventy four Raiders. It would come down to the tug of war. And these big old fellas would sit there and grind for like some of them would go for twenty five minutes and they'd be dying. But they had weightlifting. They'd be exhausted. Yeah, they do weightlifting. They just do the uh, the pr- obstacle course. Press. Remember how cool that was? Yeah, the obstacle the course was, was the, the obstacle course was the cool. They had an obstacle problem course. Problem was the superstar champions were always like Kyle, Kyle Rowe Jr. and Wayne Grimm. Grimditch. Yeah, yeah. Although Swanee did the obstacle course and like was one of the first to like. Yes, big names did it. One step over the wall and hurdle this. And it was, was big r- names, and it was one of the first times that they really branched out to other sports we didn't pay attention to. Like, Kyle Rowe Jr. was a soccer player, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Rowe Jr., yes. Yeah, so, and, and so it wasn't just all, but it had, you know, big-time stars from each, from the sports. That were, I mean, they were superstars. Mark Spitz, and I mean, these were big-name guys. All right, I have in front of me right here. You have the superstar, like, uh, resume, uh, alumni list? It was created by Dick Button. <laughs> He's a uh, skater, wasn't he? Yeah. You got in front of you the Lakers Knicks highlights from last night. Ooh, Man. look at that. No, had the ball to win. And by the way, <laughs> that block shot by Hachimura, a minute forty-four left. Mm, not that I, he remembers. And I got to sit there and wait and wait and wait. I'm like, there's no way. You, I, it was at its apex. It wasn't at its apex. <sighs> <laughs> And, you know, I really thought, like, that's a game that, you know, if you really are a good team, if you're the Knicks, that's a game you got to go win, man. The Lakers obviously had lost their first two on the road trip, so they wanted it. I don't want to talk about it. Why did you bring it up? I was just asking. No, I don't have the highlights. Oh, okay, Do you have cool. a highlight? Yeah, no, I didn't. LeBron, you don't have a highlight? Le- LeBron got a triple-double. I saw that. He didn't get his 117 points. I thought he would do that at the Garden. <laughs> By the way, I read. Th- I saw this. This is a good point. Why is there? Why was there more... I agree with this. 
Why was there more being made about Curry breaking the three-point record? Where is he going to do? How is he going to? Then LeBron breaking the all-time scoring I don't get that record. sense at all. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't remember. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I, it is true. It's a big deal. I don't think it's true at all. It is true. No, it's not true. I'm telling you. It was a big no, deal when not. Curry was going to break that it record. It was not every night. It was not. He was coming through New York. You can't do yeah, it here. Yeah, got... when he was within, I promise you, when LeBron's within okay. 40 points, what? it'll be 24 hour around the clock. Okay. That, that, that might be a valid point. We'll also. see. We'll see. I don't remember, and I and again, I don't I don't disconnect. I watch more Sports Center than anyone sitting in the room here. I don't remember Steph Curry's chase towards setting the three point record as overwhelming me. Amazingly enough, the superstar started in '73 and went all the way to '03. I don't. Be- That's that new reiteration. I'm telling you, there, it wasn't every week until well, then. only '95, '96, and '97. It wasn't held, and okay. then it was reiterated. Right, well, there you go. But that's right, still three uh, big years. Uh, pop quiz music, please. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not gonna. Re- no, I'm probably not gonna remember a lot of this. What about me throwing Wayne Grimditch out there? As I would have got 1978 gr- when Danny was 15. Yeah, Grimditch. Who was the first one? You should know the first one. He was a pole vaulter. Um, yeah, good-looking I, California yeah, guy. I don't, I don't remember his name. Bob Seagren. Never, never would have got. No. And the Silver Bullet Band. What year is that, by no. the way? 73. Yeah, I'm six. Didn't see it. Grow I never. Up. I, I just, grow up. Uh, I'm going to remember like, more like 74 to 78. Probably. All right, 74 is Kyle Rote Jr. Yeah, I remember Kyle Rote 75 Jr. is a football player. Okay. Um, Some would say he slashed his way to victory. OJ. Think about that level of star, though, by the way. That's big time. I mean, OJ Simpson won the Superstar. Yeah, that's, a big, that's a that, big deal. By the way, is that not the 2,000-yard season? What year was that? 75. I thought that was a couple, it, couple years. 73. Yeah, it was. I'm just, I was asking when the Superstar yeah. year was. Kyle Rowe Jr. won 76-77. Grimditch won in 78. Yeah, then, those are the guys I remember winning. Didn't I remember Lynn Swan doing stuff. Didn't Herschel do one? Uh, Herschel did win back-to-back, 87 and 88. Yeah. I'm college then. I don't watch TV in college. That's the The all-time, the greatest superstar ever, though. Well, first off, uh, we had back-to-back running backs in 79 and 80. Okay. Uh, Lesser-known guys, but and you'll know who they are, NFL players. One went to um, one went to college at Oklahoma, and one went to USC. Not Billy Sims. No. Lesser-known. Yeah. I don't, um, not Marcus Dupree. No, nope. he was hurt. No, he was way after that. Who the? Who, I don't Greg know. Greg Pruitt. Oh, yeah, he played for the Browns. Yep. And then I thought Greg Pruitt was older than that. And then I think this guy was a 2,000-yard rusher at USC, I think. It wasn't Marcus Allen, but it was the other one. Charles White? Charles White. Then this next guy won the next three in a row, uh, four, five, six out of seven. No, uh, four out of seven. He won four out of seven. Um, Track and field guy. Edwin Moses. No, good guess. Tried to play football. Skeets Nehemiah. Skeets Nehemiah. He did play You ever football. heard of Ronaldo Nehemiah? He did play football. He won a Super Bowl. I, I have heard of him. Okay. Ronaldo Nehemiah played many years for the 49ers, didn't did he? he? I think so. Uh, then a guy I've never heard of, Tom Petronoff, a javelin thrower. No. And Gastineau won it. Well, this is when, when it kind of went away. because Herschel the- won two. Then Willie Galt won two. Then out of nowhere, Kelly Gruber won in 1991, baseball player. Huh. Mike Powell, the long jumper. And then... Uh, Dan and Dave's Dave Johnson won a couple. Then it went away. Then, then Jason Seahorn came and said, "I'll win this thing." That's three almost times not in a row. fair to put Olympic decathletes in the. Herman Meyer, Bodie Miller, and Jeremy Bloom was your last superstar winner. They're your superstars. Urban Meyer won the superstars. Urban Meyer. Oh, the hell! 
You think I would have said if Urban Meyer won it, I would have led with that. I never heard of Urban Meyer. Who the hell's that? Anyway, we what got a fun doing? show today. We got a lot to do. I got. Uh, Can I open, allow you to open your mind for one second? Go yeah. ahead. What were you going to say? You have. Oh, first? I was just teasing ahead. Okay. To, All right. To head, to head off to Trivia Land. This is the new. Okay, I want you to keep an open mind and this again with superstars as your backdrop. Uh-huh. Your honest opinion of this little um, challenge. Okay. Sixteen. The lightning round is. This is what the lightning round actually is. Instead of reading through, they'll do a lightning round. 16 players from both conferences. Uh-huh. Three-part challenge. Uh-huh. They'll bounce players in each part till just one guy remains. You have a splash catch. A pair of teammates from AFC and NFC toss water balloons back and forth from long distances. Teams that will make it to the next round if they compete. If they make it there, uh, advance. Will, they try and catch punts from a jug machine at differing distances and heights. The winners move on to the final stage. Jeff, you started yeah. with you lost me at water balloon. Well, why not? It's just I, I don't fun, need man. water balloon. Oh, I want okay. serious. I want weightlifting. I want uh, fastest okay. man. I All want right. longest throw. I don't need water balloon. I like to see I'm a not relay. Watching water balloon. Hey, I'm the, not. the gridiron gauntlet is the obstacle course. Okay, that's fine. Um, water balloon. And by the way, if you're gonna do the 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 the, 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 no the, the catching the punts, it's fun. Do it from the helicopter. Keep going up higher, yeah. like they did. That was cool. Eliminate the guys as they go. This one is a mile and a half up. It's in outer space. Here it comes. Oh, it's killed him. My God. Geronimo. Agnew is down. It hit him right through the foot. No, and went through his foot. No, oh, no. no. Don't say that. We can't do that. Get Smart John is next <laughs> on Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday. You know him, you love him. It's TrivianNation.com zone. Both. Seven-time winner of the most popular trivia host in the United States of America. Put your hands together. He's won the for... Eastern Seaboard 12 straight years. Yes. So it's, yes. you know, it's, it's kind of like Brady. He's got a wall of fame in his house mm-hmm. that is second to none. Hello, Johnny. Hello, Guggins. How are hey, you? John. Doing well. How are you, sir? Doing well. So I have a special announcement. Yes, you do. I do. And I'm calling you out, Mr. Daniel Hicken. Oh, oh glad it wasn't me. This, this is the second time in like two months. Well, got me, got me just like a couple weeks ago. So, but, Jeff, you would, you would, I think you guys would love. Love this. So, Saturday, February 11th, that is the night before the Super Bowl, okay. uh, where I host trivia mm-hmm. at Dick's Wings, right around the corner from where you reside, Mr. Hicken. Yes. I will be hosting a trivia show, all Super Bowl questions. Oh. 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 Starts at 7 o'clock. Starts at 7 o'clock. Oh, it's an early it. night. They see us walk in there, their knees will be shaking, Johnny. Hick, you just yeah, get, well, us, get us a booth with BWR, Mrs. B and I will, you know. We'll jaunt well, across town. And will we'll, you save us a booth on we'll Saturday, Feb 11? Yeah, I'm not going to show uh, up and like stand up at a standing bar. And, you know, I ain't doing that. Well, of course, you'll get the VIP section. The problem is when you guys walk in, people will probably be fainting. That's okay. <laughs> what? They're here? If y'all pull up, I'm pulling up. <laughs> well, come yeah. on. You come too, for sure. Come on. You come too. Yeah, you mentioned that. I mentioned it to him, so it, it's going to be a fun time. So I think Saturday, you guys Saturday, February be... 11th. That's a week from Saturday. I, I'm out of town the following weekend, but I'm in town that weekend. Yeah. This weekend yeah. we have uh, a dinner on Saturday night. So as far as I know, Saturday, February 11th is open. It could okay. happen. Well, this well, could look, be the one. If we you. do this one, then yeah. we don't have to do another one for 20 years. Is that correct? <laughs> well, that was my uh, that was my uh, question to you. I said, do you think you'll make it before right. I'm, I'm hosting 20 years? I'm right. in my 19th year. Yes. So. so this would be yeah. big. You would meet the criteria. All I'm right. just going to say yeah. this, John. I don't say this to step on any, any toes or harm any friendships. But if you were doing a trivia show right around the corner from my house all these years, <laughs> I would have already been to dozens and dozens of them. Johnny. Just saying. Johnny, last yeah. question. What does first place pay? <laughs> uh, $50 in house cash. Ooh. 
Holy! It's a whole lot of chicken wings. And, and the coveted Trivia Nation trophy. You get Ooh, your pick. Would it be considered so, fair if Dan and I came and played the Super Bowl uh, Trivia Edition? Might not be fair, you know? I mean, of course. I would love for you guys. In fact, in fact, uh, you know how I always have great team names. So last yeah. night they didn't come in first, but they uh-huh. did come in second. So I have to say their team name because uh-huh. the name of their team, Get Smart John Stumps 1010 XL Drill Team. <laughs> oh, they can kick rocks. They didn't win, did they? Mm-hmm. That's right. They came in second, though. Yeah, they did they come didn't in second. Three-word little abbreviation for them. Yeah. So KMA is what they can yeah. do. <laughs> so getting GTA. you warmed up. Yes. Yes. Getting you warmed up for Super Bowl. I'm going to just. This is an extra, so okay. I'm. This does not count. Okay. That's fine. By you the way, I, I have an contest. idea. Maybe you can like set up next week's Super Bowl contest, like where, where there's a red tee. You know, like. <laughs> Like, let the rest of the group play the red tees. Give them different questions, you know, yeah. and then more appropriate, the harder ones that only we could get, just give it to us, and that way it'll, you know, handicap the field a little bit. Okay. Ah. You know, ah. just saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For most okay. of you out there, I'll accept three of the top five answers. Dan and Jeff, all five. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So here's your, again, this is extra. So it, this is, this is off the board, so to speak. Okay. Who was the first Heisman trophy winner to play in the Super Bowl? Was that Horning probably hit? <sighs> no, I don't think he played. Well, playing the first one. Ooh. Uh, the first Heisman trophy winner just to play. Yes. Well, it could be, I mean, uh, who else? It's gotta be a Packer or a, or a Raider or, or Mike or uh, chief or chief. Uh, Packers don't, is the, was Horning out of the league by See, then? Thought, is that the problem? Yeah, I think okay. uh, I All think right. the Anderson guy was the running back okay. for the Horning. But was I'm no not longer, positive. Well, no, you might be right. I don't know. All right, let's go. What about uh, Baltimore and Dallas? What uh, about Stallback? Had he been the first one? Mid seventies. Yeah, well, he was, and that was the oh what the Jets didn't have any in the cold. If it's not Horning, then it. Has to be Roger all this. Dyer. All this, you know. If it's not horning, it has we to just be. Gave. We yeah. can't get the warm up. No, it has to be. If it's not <laughs> horning, and I, oh, he, I, because he could have been on the roster, but I just remembered the guy. What's the guy? Wasn't it like Jim Anderson? Max, uh, Max, Matt, not Max, Max McGee. McGee. He, uh, he oh was no, it was the guy who would run the. Um, not Boyd Dowler. Not. Uh, I just remember. Uh, I'm not positive. It could, but he could have been on the team. So uh, you pick. Um, it's, if it's not him, it has to be Roger, because there that's there was no Jet or Colt Heisman Trophy winner in Super Bowl three. I just want to I want to say Horning. I know Horning won NFL championships with the Packers. Was he yes. on that first? But the first Super Bowl was in what 67? 68? 67. It was sixty seven. Yeah, Horning is still there, is he not? When and he, he might have been. He might have been. Uh, it's, it's, a tu- it's a tough one. The Super Bowl trivia is not looking good for us. Well, by the way, and this is a harder question. The other ones were, will not quite be as difficult. No, that's so. a good question. I thought it was a good question. It I like. It. Question. I missed it, by the way. I missed it. Okay, let me ask you this. It's just a warm-up, and it doesn't matter. Right. I'm I'm predicting that we have named the guy. It's either Horning or Staubach. No, you haven't. Oh, okay. Well, then you, no, you lose. I'm, I guessed Horning, too. Okay, so who is it? It was on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh-huh. Mike Garrett. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike Garrett. Garrett. I almost USC. said that. I think he won in 65. Anyway, that was a great question, I thought, too. But so Horning anyway, was not so. on the Packers then? The I year think before. he might have been. I just he didn't play. Okay. I just, no, okay. I looked him up. He left the, after the 66. See, that's what, and, 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 yeah. So I was. we were around it. 
Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's who I guess. That's good. That's good. Horning Horning won four NFL championships. 61, 62, 65. Title Town, they called it back then. Sat out out a year for gambling. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah. more than a year, it looks like, unless he was injured. Him and Alex Karras. He did not. Oh, no. 60. Yeah, 60. Maybe in two years. 62, 63, and 63, 64. I don't know. Maybe one. By the way, very quickly, going back to to superstars, which I loved. Yeah. uh, One name that stands out to me who never had any business being. Remember? The bowler, Larry Lobb. Larry Lobb. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Superstars. Running around with a smoke hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Larry's signed up for the quarter-mile run. He's not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't Howard Cosell host that? He, uh, I think he did he some He was of probably them. part of it. I remember Frank okay, Gifford okay. doing him, didn't yeah. 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 That's Gifford right. yeah, yeah. I love that show. Yeah, yeah it was okay. great as a kid. It was like on Saturday afternoon, wasn't it? It was. It was yeah. yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Okay. Um, and that one didn't count. Again, that was just getting you warmed up for. No, that's uh, fine. That's fine. Let's yeah. Go. Okay. Food. Glorious food. Blue Dunganese, Snow, and King are four types of what seafood? Crab. Yeah, yeah that sounds like crab. Yes. I was Dan and I wouldn't know hey, about that. Turn around. Do not. What, what, before you turn around, uh-huh. look, look back at me. Uh-huh. Don't look at who's playing in the match. All right. Have you done that yet? No. Okay, don't look who's playing in the match. Now, look up there. Tell me who that girl in the black is. Just return. Here she comes walking back. See if you get a look at her. Hold on. You're not going to get a look at her yet. Well, continue with the questions, John. But, Hick, you keep it okay. on. Make sure you don't look at who the players are. It'll give it away. Okay. Now, Commercials. I don't know. Kim Kleisters. Oh, dear. <laughs> She put on a few LBs. Yeah, about, about 150. <laughs> She's enjoying retirement. Yeah, I'm not even. Oh. I'm just, it's just remarkable. You would never recognize no. her. Anyway. Go ahead. Okay. More known for credit cards, what financial institution has commercials claiming that banking with them is the easiest decision in the history of decisions? That's that's Chase. Chase is the first thing that popped up in my mind, but I'm Chase? not. Possibly. Oh, it's a bank. It's not a credit say, card. Say it again. Again, it's commercials. Uh-huh. More known for credit cards, what financial institution has commercials? Capital One, claiming- isn't it? Capital One. Yeah, yes. Chase is yes. known for banking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very good. Cars. In cars. Doo doo. I played that last Doo-doo. time. The Escalade is a full-size luxury SUV made by which automaker? There's the Cadillac. Dan has two. <laughs> Very good. Music. Manlo! Oh, yeah. dear. By the way, oh, they were loud and proud last night Thank when we goodness. had that. Yes. Yes. Okay. In what song does we Beyonce... Will, if we do show up and he shows up, he damn sure will bring a boombox, and it will. we will enter to the champions here. Definitely. <laughs> All right, you're on. <laughs> okay. In what song does just Beyonce right now, say... right like we're going into the ring for a heavyweight fight. <laughs> He'll just push us through the crowd of people to our VIP booth. <laughs> you know I'll bring my kids, Oh, man. My. Oh, man. <laughs> a couple of asses. <laughs> in what song? In what song does Beyonce say you should have put a ring on it? Yeah, put a if ring. If you love on me, it. then you should have put, put a ring on it. It's. It, I always thought it was ring on it. I would have told you that's name. Yeah, is it not called Sing, put a ring uh, on it? single single ladies. ladies? All the single ladies. All the single, single ladies. ladies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, See what happened there? Yeah. Boom. Very good. Very good. Okay. Science. That might be the only one I know, by the way. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, okay. uh, Brunel's daughter danced to that one. Of course. I That's why I remember. Uh, me too. <laughs> we did a local nice. uh, dancing with the stars. 
And, uh, yeah, Mark's daughter won and danced to that song on her winning. Effort. I came in third. There you go. I don't know if that's true. It might be. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Proxima Centauri, the nearest. Oh, by the way, the science. Star. Yeah. Science. Okay. science. Yeah. Proxima, Proxima Centauri, the nearest known star to the sun, is an example of what kind of colorful, small, and cool star? What kind of stars? Like yeah. supernova? Yeah, like one of those. Or uh, remember how I say context clues in the in the actual question? Yeah, so that's all. That's all I'm going to say. It's colorful, uh, like yellow. What color? Uh, white. Uh, white. 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 Uh, I don't know different types of stars. Um, uh, to me, you know what a star is? A star. What are those stars? What kind of star? The star kind. What? Well, give me the question again. Then, Proximus. John. What? Proxima Centauri, the nearest known star to the sun, is an example of what kind of colorful, small, and cool star? Colorful. It's going to be colorful. It's a prism. A red, a red, uh, uh, or uh, I don't know. I don't know types of stars. I honestly, this this is not going to work. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know. It's a like the only kind of star that I know is a a cumulus star. Shooting oh no, wait, star. that's a cloud. A shooting star, yeah. No, that's no, this, I yeah, it's no. got to be a color, though. Supernova, yeah. What I don't know any. That's my point. I never heard of the blue star, or the yellow star, or the green star, or the rainbow star, or the prism star. I don't know. I just don't know. Nor do you. It's red something. I don't know. I don't know either. What is it? Red dwarf. Red dwarf. You had it. You've heard of it, right? Yeah, You've heard of that, yeah, right? I have, but it's been only a couple of times in the long. I knew of my red. Life. I, red stuck in my head with stars. I think Kleisters like, might be pregnant. By the way, take it all back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Did yeah, oh. run with an athlete like Mary, like oh, Philippusis or someone? Or no? No, no one knows. Oh, Mr. Oprah Winfrey. Mm, yes, sir. That was a good one. Our next guest, Kim Kleister. No, it looks like you've put on some pounds. Oh, I'm four months pregnant. No, the, okay. No, the, what's even worse, what's even worse, and I think this happens, you know, more than just what it does on TV and movies is when someone's not pregnant and you ask them when they're due. Mm-hmm. Don't oh, yeah. make that mistake. Oh, That's yeah. a oh I've done that a couple times. I'll See, never do it again. And then and they say, what do you mean? No, no, I know. I said, what do you do? That's what you come oh. back with. No, what do you do? What, what's your no, business? No, I didn't say, what do you do? <laughs> Yikes. Yes. Okay. Uh, numbers. Numbers game. What letter is the Roman numeral for 100? That's a C, baby. A C note. C. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Movies. Movies. What actor played the role of Jim Morrison in the 1991 biopic, The Doors? Val Kilmer, I believe. No, you're correct. I think yeah. it's also, John, I think it's biopic. But I knew you were going to say yeah, that. Right. That was easy. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, New York City. Headlines. When New York City was a Dutch settlement, what street got its name because it was a wide thoroughfare for wagons? Um, New York City Park was Square. Dutch um, settlement. Central uh, Park Square. You got to think of street names. Fifth Avenue. Uh, Wall Street. No, oh, that's for the. Say it again, Johnny. I'm sorry. Say it again. The question. Okay. Yeah. When New York City was a Dutch settlement, uh-huh. what street got its name because it was a wide thoroughfare for wagons? 
They say the neon lights are bright on Broadway. Yeah, now you're getting it. Yeah. Kim Kleisters is married to a former Villanova basketball player who's now a coach. His name is Brian Lynch. There you go. More trivial information during trivia. Yeah, okay. Okay, we've got time for a couple more. Okay, let's go. Okay. Um, Sausage. Sausage. Okay. Vienna. Daddy, would you like some sausage? (laughs) (laughs) Polska. What is that from? What just happened? (laughs) Movie. I forget the title. Yeah. I think you did it better than the movie. Polska precedes the name of which sausage in a Hillshire Farm product? Polska is a, a, a what do you call it? Kielbasa. Kielbasa. That is correct. Is a bratwurst yeah. Polish or is that German? That's probably German. German. I think that's German. Yes. Have some Polish sausage in the fridge back there. How about that for irony? Would you like one, Dan? Those are my your roots. You leave my people alone. Danny, would you like some sausage? <laughs> <laughs> Or Hacker, of course, I'm a sausage guy. Yes, he is. Yeah, well, I better double check, make sure Hacker hadn't been into him back there. I, yeah, got, him, right. I got him hidden. They're just the packaged kind. I better hide that from the Hacker. I forgot he's a sausage guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Last one. Okay. Yes. What a snake. Okay. What is the Western Hemisphere's largest snake, which can grow about a foot annually and may live for roughly 28 years? Boa, right? You got to be a boa. Um, what else? I think it's the anaconda. To be honest with you. Oh, okay. Okay. What? South America is in the Western Hemisphere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So which That's... which you going with, guys? Um. <laughs> see that that, that question. Anaconda is really do... bigger in the movie. Uh, the question... That's a big ass snake. <laughs> I think an anaconda is bigger than a boa constrictor. I would say so. Let's go with anaconda. And I know the boas go out into the Everglades and live for a while. Yeah. By the way, I don't think that applies anymore because they now bring those pythons over here. They're, they're not native, but mm. anyway, I I don't I you know it's gonna happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you guys off. Of That's fine. Boa, anaconda. I already missed one, so it doesn't matter. Anaconda. Yeah. There we go. There get we him go. out of here. He's got to go to work. Correct. Get smart, Johnny. Right, Super Bowl right. trivia, Feb. All right. Um, listen, at the risk of uh, going down memory lane to a dead end, I, there's another one that's percolating today. I don't know if you saw this news. Okay. But it's gonna. I listen. You and the listening audience, if you can just vicariously live through the joy that Dan Hicken is going to feel mm. when I unleash this next oh. story on him when we come back on the other oh. side. Look, it may not hit home with some of you uh, younger Googans, but that's okay. Because of the story itself, you're going to be introduced to this phenomenon very soon as well. Wonderful. That's a tease in the business on a Wednesday brought to you by Beatrice Plumbing. No tease there. They get the job done like family. You got a problem. They've got your answer. I, I said it before. Once you reach adulthood and you get your own place, you need a plumber. You're going to need him multiple times for a variety of reasons. I got your guy. I got your back pocket guy. Uh, the, 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 the company you can count on. Beatrice Plumbing. Find out more at BeatrosePlumbing.com. Hit it. All right, we're back here on the drill. The Guggen Army is an impressive group of creative textures this morning. And yes. We've sent them down a couple of wormholes they've delivered. Would you like to take a three-foot walk? I know I don't ask you very often to. You could see this on your own computer, but, you know. But who could forget this? Uh, Wonder Woman and Daisy Duke had a battle on the network stars. Must-see TV for the boys across America. As there you see Linda Carter and Daisy Duke side-by-side side here for this impressive battle up of female superstars. Huh? Right? I got another one for you. Here's a shout-out to you. And I, I get it. Sometimes there's a generation jump. Thankfully, thankfully, this wrong will be righted by the American Broadcasting Corporation. More on that in a second. But when we were younger... 
We did not learn our civics from school books. No. We didn't learn politics from a classroom. No, we learned any and everything that we needed to know about legislation and representation Mm -hmm. from this little Saturday morning ditty. Boy, you really have to... (laughs) (laughs) That one... There we go. This will warm Dan's cockles. This will get him. This will get him. This will get him singing. This is where we learned about the American process. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm stuck here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey while they sit on Capital City. It's a long, long wait yeah. while they sit in debate. Yeah, I'm just a bill up on Capitol Hill. We all, if you are, you know, it's been any point in the That's 70s, so probably into the 80s. And it was a part of a bigger feature, right? It was called Schoolhouse Rock, Dan. Lolly, 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 get your adverts All here. kinds of stuff a like that. is a person, place, or thing. Well, there you go, right? So, they, I mean, they did all these different deals, and it made education fun, quite frankly. And so they were on Saturday morning. They were also, they used to have these after-school specials back in the day where we still cared about civility and culture. And, um, that was good. They would play them then, too. Well, uh, lo and behold... For the next generation, you're going to get to experience the schoolhouse rock because they've got a um, they've got a new special coming. Okay, and it's going to uh, schoolhouse rock at fifty is okay. what it's uh, what it is, and they've gotten some of the more um, artists of the time okay. to sing these songs. Like for instance, that one that we just heard is will be redone. It'll sound more like this. Jazz it up a little bit, Dan. Boy, you really have to climb a lot of steps to get to this (laughs) Capitol building in Washington, D.C. Say, what's that piece of paper doing here? Junction, Junction. Remember that one, Dan? How's that function? I tell you who I am. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol So they're going to redo it. It's, I believe, tonight. It's going to tap into the spirit of the primetime 50th anniversary sing-along. It'll have the Black Eyed Peas Dan, the Muppets. Shaq will be there to hook up with the words, will. phrases, and uh, clauses from such favorites as Conjunction, Junction. How's and that the ma- function? What's and your the, function? And the magic number. So, uh, in fact, some of these became so, like, pop culture that even if you weren't around then, there'll be like little phrases and lyrics and stuff that you have heard in the Wonderful. last 20, 25 years. So, with that being said, will you be watching that? Are you? Will you be watching the Gators get thumped by 31 at home to the Vols? Which of those two would Dan Hick and watch tonight? I did some research on the Gator basketball team yesterday, and I noticed this because my, my, my observation about this basketball team is, dang, they cannot shoot. So, I was curious like whiskers, how they were shooting. And I looked it up, and Jeff, in three-point field goal percentage, okay. Gators checking in at 32.3%, which is not in the top 50 in the country, nor is it in the top 100, nor is it in the top 150, nor is it in the top 200, nor is it in the top 250. They're like 276th. There's like 320, I think. In shooting from behind the arc. And they shoot a lot of them, so that's They have Four guys under 30% who are shooters. Well, you see what they're uh, going to do. They just need to find the guys that can so hit So then them. I thought, well, maybe, maybe, you know, their field goal percentage, their two-point is good because, you know, their top player is the inside guy. So, who, by look, the way, is yeah. just okay. So let me look up the Gators as a team shooting 
the ball from two-point land. And, and field goal percentage was like 40-some percent. And I said, oh, okay, not top 50, not top 100, not top 150, not top 200. It was like 235th. So while improved, it, it, it demonstrates where they are as a team. Well, on the other side of that, you got to look on the other side of the ball because that's where they are way above average, and that's why they are able to be a 500 team. You must be playing defense. I'm hoping that in these four, five games that Florida's playing, is it five or four? It's uh, four, four against three, State, three against top five. They've lost Kansas one. Kansas State, Tennessee, Alabama, at, Kentucky. At Kentucky, at Alabama. Alabama, by the way, beat Vanderbilt last night, 101-44. It's the biggest margin of victory ever in an SEC game. Which belies a question also that I'll get to in just a second, but to wrap on the Gators, I'm, I'm hoping that one of these games is a close game and they have a chance to win. Yeah, I don't know. It would have to be tonight. They need to come out and play a good game tonight. Look, I mean, uh, 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 t- uh, it, we're uh, um, they're 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 a middle of the road average team. Uh, by That's the way, you, you want to you want you want to make the news worse. I don't know what the number is. We need to call Jimmy Mongoose out there in Vegas, who somehow nailed the Texas Tech spread. What is but it? Tennessee has the number one defense in the country. Okay, good. That's so you're exciting. you're. What's, What's the line on the game tonight? I, that's that was my next question. I haven't looked. Uh, but here's the I, I was I said uh, the Alabama loss belies a question, and it does, and it is this: when you have won 26 percent of your conference games and you are 42 percent overall as a head coach, why are you still coaching? And that's a question Stackhouse. that Vandy has to ask about Jerry Stackhouse, yeah. who's been terrible: three and I, I 15, think... three and 13, seven and 11, three and six. Yeah, it's it's probably time for a change. I mean, I. I Florida, by the way, is 62nd in the country, so much better than their offense and their defense. They're uh, 65 points a game. What was the? What were the, you looking at though? The three point percentage? I was looking at field goal and three points. I feel like they're their three horrible. point defense is terrible. It feels like guys oh. are always knocking down. Though Tennessee is also the number one field goal percentage defense. Florida is getting going to score 30 tonight. Gators are 23rd in field goal percentage defense. So I don't bring this up as any any you know badge of dominance. The point is, how are they even 500 with those numbers? Yeah. The numbers you just gave me were, like, stupid. Let me ask you this. Tennessee only six and a half points. It's crazy. Considering the we're play, you know, the Florida will play right into their strength. I would, yeah, I'd lay the farm on that. I would. Of course, I would have laid the farm on Iowa State with a 23-point lead. Would have seen Jimmy Mongoose nail the Texas Tech game. Yeah. I'm going to remember that one for a long time. This one has a possibility of a lock it all, lock it up. I, I, you know, the only problem with that is just, you know, know. is that say sucker on my forehead, right? Yeah, I mean, it looks I too know. easy, and every time it looks too easy. It is. Although six and a half doesn't look as easy as, you know, if it was two and a half or something. Yeah. I, you know, but I just don't see Florida scoring in the game, Dan. Florida's had straight stretches where they scored like eight points and a half. I mean, yeah. they have just been. No, but they've, they've I mean, honestly I, I, scored. They had 12 against A&M, and they had 16 the other night in, the, in a half. I mean, no, it's just, yeah. just terrible. So, they can't shoot. They cannot shoot and make baskets. No, it, it's, yeah, I, and and that doesn't bode well. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier that you thought that LeBron isn't getting the press on, a, you know, chasing the all-time scoring record that even mm-hmm. Steph got for the three-point record. Yeah. Uh, that aside, it, you know, LeBron had an interesting comment yesterday. He was very, very honest about it, and I thought it was fair. I'm not in the group, by the way, that thinks LeBron – James is overrated. That group to me is kind of wackadoodle, to be honest with you. I don't know. If you want, there is a group. I mean, I'll go on the text line. The reason we're not talking about LeBron, he's overrated. The most overrated, this, that, and the other. I don't, no. I don't get that. If you want to, if you want to contextually have an argument, Jordan v. LeBron, let's have it. But I don't right. think there's a other v. LeBron. I mean, I don't think LeBron is underrated at all. I think he's right. great. I think most people think that he is. 
But he made a point last night, and I wonder if this doesn't play into some of the lack of fanfare. He's like, look, I be, they ask him, does it weigh on you chasing down? I think he's now, what, 80 points back maybe? Well, yeah, he was 117 going yeah, into, I, think, I don't know what he got last. I, I think I want to say somewhere in the 80s, 88 points back. He's, you know, under 100. He's going to catch Will Chamberlain. He's going to be the all-time scorer in NBA history. But, you know, the point that he made when they ask him, is that weighing on you? He said, well, not really because I'm going you know, to get it and I'm going to play, you know, I'm a, I got a few more years left in me. So to that stand, is there any of that that bleeds over to us? It's like a formality. It's been a formality for five years that LeBron's going to be the score all-time scoring champion. We're here, and it's going to go way beyond this. He's going to score another three or four grand on top of setting the record. So does that tamp down, you know, the breaking news aspect of it? Oh. No, I mean, you're passing, you know. But it's, I mean, again, he's still games away, right? All-time. No, he's yeah, eighty something, three games away, probably three well, games from for him. Probably if he's two. lucky, no, he doesn't average forty a game. <laughs> well, he was going 40, 40, 40. But he's not going to. It'll, it'll <laughs> be three. Saying. I wonder what the third game from now is. He can probably pick the game that he wants. To is it that exciting to either one of y'all? I mean, I think it's the some of the parts are much more intriguing and impressive than this total. Right? It was how LeBron got there. It's following him through the the ebbs and flows, and the free agent goes, and the titles in three different cities, and. All the matchups. He'll break it next Tuesday at home against the. They they got the Pacers and the Pelicans on the road. He's going to do it at home. So he'll do it at home on Tuesday against Oklahoma City. Just, I was just curious. Out of, have they played in in Cleveland already this year? Is that anywhere near on the schedule? I always thought it'd be cool if he ended up breaking it there. Have they played there already? Probably must have. You only do it once, so either they they have or they haven't. But yeah, that that's that's you know certainly coming up, and you know it's an inevitability. And, you know, we thought it was kind of far-fetched when Bronny was like a sixth grader of LeBron talking about wanting to play with his son. It, it'll all be on LeBron Jr. whether or not he's good enough to play because LeBron looks like he's still going to be churning along just fine, doesn't he? LeBron has 38,299. He's 88 points away from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, KD's got 26,684. He's 16th all-time already. That's so. second among the actives? Yeah, they leave, they leave Melo active, but he's not on any team, is he? No. Melo's not playing. Does he have more than KD? Yeah. Where's yeah. Melo on the all-time list? Melo is 11th. Hmm. Uh, James Harden, 32nd. Russell Westbrook, 33rd. Steph is 44th. What does he have? 21. Yeah, this is just, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an incredible award. And LeBron, you know, too, among, it, never, it's never been really hurt, has he? Did he no. ever miss any extended time? Yeah, um, one yeah. time, like the back, he sat out, but not. Was well, the first year in L.A. right when it yeah. all went wrong? He's drinking wine on yes. the bench, and everyone yeah. thought he could be done. And yeah, but huh. also, interesting. Also, he just passed Mark Jackson as well as far as for assists as well. Uh, he's a, uh, I said this time. about LeBron. I, I saw, uh, you know, I wanted to see him in person. I went down to Miami to watch him, and only Irvin, who was a big, is the best best. Big man passer I'd ever seen. I mean, the guy just sees everything on the court. And and so for him to pass the points is kind of cool because he never fashioned himself a score, quite right. frankly. I will t- say uh, that. I'm, okay, I'm going to yeah. – we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We got into this Cam Smith thing yesterday, and as time we would have it, our good friend and compatriot, Matt Every, he's got a, got a podcast with Cam oh. coming out soon, so he's going to answer all the questions. We'll catch up with Matty, too, just a little bit on what his plans are for the year, his, uh, his view on the state of golf. Players coming up here in a few weeks as well. Uh, put the money, put the farm, Dan. I just got this tip from Jimmy Mongoose. Put the farm mm-hmm. on the Gators. Okay. Here's why. Mm-hmm. The line opened at six points. Yeah. And 70% of the public 
is on Tennessee. Yeah. So the line should move to seven or eight or nine, right? Yeah. The line is now five and a half points. Oh. They're trying to encourage more Tennessee wagers. That's what you do. When you move the line the wrong way, Vegas is saying, we want all your free money. Somehow, some way, for some God only knows reason, Jimmy Mongoose in Vegas. He knows something. Think, think Florida's going to stay closer than what Jimmy, you know, what we would think. Jimmy Goose. Anyway, that's uh, that'll that'll do it to it for the ten minute drill. We got a prize pack to give away, don't we? We yes, do. We do. Okay. We got a pair. Who trying to go to Rockville? I got a pair of general oh. admission tickets to Rockville on the weekend of May eighteenth, twenty twenty three, at the Daytona International Speedway. Damn, what they got to do? Six four one ten ten. Be kind, be courteous, and say hello to your man E and be a winner. Next. What are you doing over there? I told you I had Oh, sausage. you got your Vienna sausages. Vienna. The brats? Kielbasa? Polski kielbasa? Whatever that is. What do you got? You're the Pole. You tell me. It's Polish sausage. It's like a kielbasa. Okay. I don't know. Matty Every's here. Yes. I got this no carb thing going, Matty. It's hard. Those donuts are going to be screaming at me. Thank you, by the way. Thank you, Matty. They, the, I was a little late to the line this morning, so... It was a little picked over. It looks good to me. I mean, I, I, listen, the former <laughs> meat be three deep nobody, already. Nobody's hey. nothing wrong with yeah. anything there. Yeah. If it's free, it's for me. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what you're on. Yeah. What are you up to, Matty Every? How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, what am I up to? What you been doing? A lot. He's up to a lot. He's I, a uh, being a, a dad, shaker. we got TV. I'm doing TV this week for Pebble. Um, I saw some online footage for the podcast. We have a podcast. It's actually our first episode. It's getting released today. Today? today. Yep. Oh. Straight down the middle-ish. What's the name of the pod? Straight Just down there. the middle ish. Ah, straight um, down the middle. First guest is uh, Gator Great Billy Horschel. Love great. Billy. You'll see, him, you'll see him in a light you've never seen him before. Is that it's, possible? It's, I mean, this guy's shown us a lot of lights. It's pretty good. Okay, it's yeah. pretty good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, now, what kind of conversations are you having? Or is this like what? Like, give me the, an idea of the style. Are we talking to like? Like a like I, who are the I'm not a there, podcaster like a McAfee light un irreverent is it yeah a, it's it's a little bit like that are you gonna get in trouble am I ever gonna maybe. hear of you getting in trouble with maybe. the tour the tour today maybe uh, demanded a retraction from Matt Every <laughs> there's a decent possibility yeah. of that yeah. they do not any longer have the ability though to send you the on bonus vacation arrow so. with the tour is pointing my way though so yes. I, mean, I got a few like I can get I can they owe me a couple yeah. okay well yeah. good. I like is there, that. Are you eligible at all for any of this pit money? Can I get you some of that? What do we have to do yeah. to get you that? Because yeah, we can be on make the tour more. for one. Huh? Yeah. We you got to play. <laughs> we can't get you pit money? No. All right. I was no. just thinking out loud. I'm spitballing here, Matty. Yeah. I think guys are – you're starting to see some of these guys get real thirsty out there and start showing, you know, the guys that have been quiet their whole life uh-huh. out there, and then now all of a sudden this pit thing rolls around and <laughs> – <laughs> oh, Mr. Personality, yeah, on social like, media. Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. My I, man, my man. Uh, Pip, Pip didn't work right, and I know they've oh, amended gosh. it. It doesn't work right. Like Pip should be for people who are drawing eyes that they would not normally draw. It shouldn't go to Tiger just for his right. worldwind, worldwide appeal. That that's a mistake. I don't know if they fixed that or not. I was going to give you a, a good Pip example. Uh, one of the tour golfers, like Home, is a good Pip guy. Yeah, but did he naturally? Did he win last year? Did he finish in the top ten in the? Pip? Yeah, he won. Oh, did I don't he? know. That's he what I'm saying. Should. I know he won, but like uh, won on tour. But I'm saying in the pip, did he finish in the top ten? I think he did. He did. Yeah, I think he, he so. should. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? It was one of the. Um, I don't remember which one it was. It one of the golfers <laughs> tweeted out something about about finding his ball in the tree. It made me chuckle out loud. Just uh, 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 in reference like to recent? Reed. Yeah. yeah, just like yesterday. Might have been Young 
what's his name? Young. Uh, ah, I can't remember. It was an Asian golfer, and I can't ben, remember his name. Ben on? No, no, no. This is way back before then. You're talking about back in the day, aren't you? No, I'm talking oh. about like yesterday. Oh, oh, I don't know. Might have been Ben on. Off the check. Uh. But anyway, it made me chuckle out loud. It's something about you know. I'll just next time I airmail one into a tree, I'll just go ahead and say that. Yeah, you that's know. mine. Yeah. Dude, that happened to me a couple <laughs> years ago in Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. And, but there was one tree, mm-hmm. and there was nothing around this tree. It was right next to the green, par five. Mm-hmm. And I pulled this three wood, and yeah. it, you can hear it, boom, go right in the tree. We don't see it stay up in there, but right. we go up there, and there's there's no ball around, and you would see a ball if it was on the ground. Right. It's obvious it's in the tree. Well, I didn't have uh, my rangefinder on me because – can't use it in the tournament so right. it was like in my hotel or something and the and the rules official didn't have one either and i'm like dude we know it's in that tree like where else could it be by rule you have to find and identify you it? have to identify it so instead of dropping right next to the green you have to go back and replay okay so when reed's thing happened the other day like i've had this happen it's a huge difference i mean it's one or oh, two gosh, shot difference for sure he's reteeing instead of dropping right next to the green and chipping on the green um, it's just amazing what this guy continuing like he he continues to. Well, he doubled down. He looked up and said, "Oh yeah, I see it." And that's the biggest issue here. Like there was some gray area. It's even crazier as he thrives in these moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he plays good yeah, when yeah. he gets. Some in... people like being the the you know the yeah. ass. Some yeah. people do. Some people just like that. Is he as disliked by the tour as it seems? Like, do the players themselves dislike Pat? Who is Patrick Reed's best friend on tour? Does he have one? Oh, his caddy. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Who's his brother it's and his law. brother-in-law. Right? And he's actually a good dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I know the answer to the first question, yes. Yeah. Second question, I don't know who his best friends are. Yeah, it's not an act. He really is just a very unlikable dude. And, yeah. I, and he had a chance to get – you know, kind of compassion on his side a little bit when he won the Masters, and you know he could have played that better because he was a sympathetic carry. Because too many media were talking about it. he hadn't talked to his family. I mean, who knows what happens with families? But now we kind of know, and I guess the media knew when they were asking that he's just a very, very unlikable. All right, give us an idea now as we've had some time. Uh, how strong are our boots in the ground for the PGA Tour and in in this tussle with the live? As for the most part, everything's shaken out, or amongst is the it, players, is going to be a constant. You know, fighting off, cherry picking because here and there. Is, has the uh, uh, as you add, answer that is the money now? It's close to equitable or no? Well, like how do you guys I think look as at far it? as as far as seeing guys move over to the live? I think it's it's going to calm down. It's it has calmed down, and I think it's pretty much done. You Those might top see, guys on tour you are going to be one or two go, yeah. but I don't think they're going to be like the world beaters. Yeah, right. Um, and I think the money's calmed down as well. You. You, you know the the Saudis. If they care about an ROI, they can't keep. We've heard out. that that's right. creeping in, right? At the the impression initially was like it's a blank check; they can do whatever they want. But right. there've been some reports coming out of, uh, yeah, you know, well, we need to see this. They we were. Here's the deal: it may seem that way if the guys are promising you you're going to get this, that, and the other. You right. know, I can see Greg Norman's group. You're going to this, that, and they're not getting this, that, and the other. The, you know, the impact was minimal last year when it came to attaining an audience. I mean, they certainly had some buzzwords the news, but people did not watch Live Golf. It wasn't available. We'll see if, you know, a, a, a fifth or sixth cable option will, will help that. I think it will some for sure, but is there still a thought on tour that the Live is here to stay? I mean, I just, the shenanigans are legit. Did you guys see Bubba yesterday, what Bubba said yesterday? What about say? his kid? 
I mean, you're an idiot, dude. <laughs> Bubba said, I was laying in bed. I was, I was laying in bed with my son, and he was asking me all these questions about the aces, and he doesn't know a lot of golf. He's never taught, but he knows the aces because Bubba's on this idiotic team, the aces. And, and then he says, you know, and then he dares compare the aces to the, you know, the Cowboys and the, and the, and the Yankees and the yeah. teams are what it's all about. They don't know. Play. He brings his kid Stop up a lot it. in this lift. It's Quit like he it. uses them as pawns almost. Yeah, it might be. I mean, I, he said something about Augusta with his kid. Oh, my kids keeps asking me if I'm playing Augusta. Yeah, and right, I said, yeah. well, I don't know. I mean, But he's on, trying man. to sell that the team golf is going to inspire 10 and 12 year olds to watch. Yeah. Maybe if they watch One Tree Hill, it comes on after that on the CW. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Very nice. Yeah. Very now, nice. you seem to still be very much anti-live yet. You know, here I'm not anti-live. Well, you were at one point. I have, a lot, of, I have a lot of friends on you the do. live. Yeah. And one of them is going to be on a podcast, and he, he brought your your name got brought up yesterday as yeah. my search for uh, Before you get Intel. into this, I do have a bit of breaking news here for you, you two, and, and Maddie being a big sports fan. It's happening again. It's It's like... It's like the calendar time of the year, but it's happened. Tom Brady announces he's retiring. Really? <laughs> Tom Brady yeah. calling it quits. But wait a minute. You know, that's like a, you know, he's, he's drugged. He's coming back. I won't Man, believe it. I'm till... surprised he made the, the, I'm surprised he he must think what this we all think. This from Adam Schnoopner. Well, so. listen, I'm no. glad to know that Tom Brady listened to the drill the Monday morning after his last game. I feel bad for. Tom. He's done. I, I, you feel bad for Tom Brady. Yeah, all those. I mean, are you those, kidding all me? All those women and all that money. Yeah, yeah there you guy. go. Okay, the sarcasm um, now is appropriate. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I was gonna be come tough, back, but meanwhile, that cheating wife of his has been bouncing around with some you trainer stop. for. She's two, a sweet, two or three sweet years. Gal. Yeah, you stop. <laughs> Quarterback sneaky. That's what she is. You stop, <laughs> <laughs> Maddie. He decided that let's go ahead and kick in that three seventy five mill that I just signed for. How do you guys think he's going to do with that? You I know, don't know if he'll be great. You never know. But you he's know, got, that's the thing. They, Montana was terrible. Yeah. They, you know, so sometimes they go in. Elway tried it, right? Yeah, they're not, he wasn't they're good. just not comfortable, and it'll be interesting. Well, I, I don't know. It, it, I, he has shown more per, Like, when that was first announced, I was like, hey, I don't know, but he's shown a lot more personality in Tampa than he did in New England. So I guess we'll see. A lot of it's going to depend on his – how well he can express, you know, what he's seeing, enough, what's happening in front of him. I think he'll have enough guys around him, too. To... All right. Let's get back to what I was going to say. Your name came up yesterday because this uh, this Golf Week article mm-hmm. said that Cam Smith is being blackballed all around town yeah. and being asked to leave courses and this, that, and the other. And I know you're friendly with him, and I know you have the Cam Smith. Is that interview in the can already, or it's yeah, coming it's up? Yeah, it's next week. So, but you've, already, you've already, done already done the interview. Yeah. All right, well, good. I want some snippets right now. Okay, yes. Give us, yeah. Separate the fact from fiction on Cam standing around town when it comes to trying to play golf. That's not that and, is... and any other insight that you can give us. Look, <laughs> he's laughing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm laughing because it's so far from the truth. Okay, okay it is. All right, good. Yes. Well, I, it was in USA Today. Uh, they picked it up from Golf Week. True. It's yeah. got to be true. It's got to be true. <laughs> Do you know that Golf Week writer who lives here? Yeah, I know. Him. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. That's not what happened. I was gonna have can't. Uh, we just had a. Hurricane. Oh, this involved you. This is even better. Oh. Well, my name was in the article. Yeah, it was. I don't think. Did we mention? I don't think we no. mentioned that part. Yeah. We, you know, we congratulations. Got we got your back oh, a little bit. Man. Nobody yeah. gets more excited I had about getting national first. coverage than me. Really? Like if I show up in the New York Post, it's a hallelujah day. No I used to what? show up in the media no, no, guide. What for? Oh, I don't care. I used to show up in the media guide. If I, my picture was in the media guide of Florida football, yeah. oh. I celebrated for weeks. That's true. Oh, I can love verify. that. 
Yeah, I, can I get my that. picture in the newspaper, even locally, like holding a microphone. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Cam. Would they say blackballed? I don't think he's blackballed from golf courses here. I know I've. He's played plenty of golf since he's joined the live around town. Okay. Um, he doesn't practice a ton. Played at Jack's Beach, Dan. He, he, no, plays, he, plays. he went out to the course at Westland. He's I didn't see him at Jack's Beach last time I was hitting balls. Dude, that guy could put a net in his backyard and be yeah. totally Is he, fine. All right, another one. They, they said that he was going to leave the first coast because he's been so ostracized. Yeah, we actually happen? talk about that in the podcast. Well, gonna, see what happens oh, here? Oh. Yeah. You've learned well from your time with us. We're, it, we're putting a little of that journalistic instinct in you to go with your natural flair and personality. Mm. It should be a hit. <laughs> What is the goal for the podcast? What I is, have no clue. What is the we'll, ceiling for we'll this We'll see thing? where it goes. Huh? You know, um, Today we'll, we get the numbers. Now you're going to be sitting around all here it day is. counting the numbers. Fellow tour pro Matt Every was going to host Smith at Pablo in December, but it was in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, and the course technically was closed for maintenance. Richard Bland, who was a member of Live 2, wore a live cap when he played at Pablo Creek last September without incident. Man, you guys are putting me in a tough spot here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I got a picture. You uh, know what you're stepping into in the in I mean, here. Hey. I just I wanted to see Matt every so name. So much for protecting the name. I, mean, I said hey. I try to keep him out this of it. The, Hick, this is now. all in the podcast. It's just coming out this week with Billy Ho, and then next week with Cam. What a Cam one-two never punch! Never even came close to getting escorted off that place. And Cam is a big. He's like the biggest sweetheart ever. Yeah. You can't be mad at that guy. He's okay. like a chubby guy with a personality, except <laughs> he's. He made Normal. one to yeah. yeah yeah. I like I said he seems like one of us. I and and I think that initial I don't know for some it does for some it dies for others. Is this accurate? Longer. I think you said could, this is I accurate. Could. He's not big on playing golf when he's off. If he's home three weeks, he might play a couple times. Yeah, like even when he was practicing at TPC, he would practice for forty five minutes in the morning. And then he's just that, that talented naturally, it. huh? I guess he's disciplined. I mean, he's he's you know bang bang bang. He's got his day kind of planned out, but. He doesn't. He His day doesn't will often a, include more time, like on the water in a boat, than on the on a mat with a club. Definitely. Yeah. Is he going to buy Glen Kernan Golf and Country Club? Is that going to be oh, a live man. spot? We're putting him on this. I love <laughs> this. Uh, I have good. not heard. I have heard. I have had many people ask me that, but uh-huh. I don't think there's any truth to that. You know, it'd be great for Cam if he bought uh, Glen Kernan and then he just says, wants to buy it so he can go no, practice. Well, no, and, th- and then said <laughs> he left alone, and then yeah. said, "Well, sorry, no. If you don't support Live, you can't play here. <laughs> You're blackballed here." <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> All right, let me ask you one other question: yeah. Is this in the podcast? As he mentioned, I mean, are there any second thoughts about going to live from him? No. No. Did you sense that? No, uh, no I didn't. Okay. He was, he sounded pretty excited about it. Um, okay. Do you there's, think? Go ahead. There's a, there's a, there's a, you know, so each team has a captain and obviously Cam is the cap captain of his team. Sure. No one knows the name, but so, he is the captain. Yeah, whatever. So he. Not the aces. That's Bubba. So he has a he owns a certain percentage of the team. Well, there's only four guys on a team. The 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 thing I th- I think that's probably the most uncomfortable for him is having to maybe can one of those guys and bring another guy on. Right. Eventually, that's going to have to happen. Mm-hmm. And he is he is very non confrontational. Right. Like, even throughout all this mm-hmm. live stuff, like I don't think anyone's done an interview with him. He doesn't I, I, really I, do. No, I was going to no, say this. Matt, I, like of all the guys that have took heat or taken, have taken heat for going to live when it when they were, 
He would seem to be unaffected. I bet he doesn't hear half of it. He doesn't seem like the type that's going to go home and research every bad thing that everyone's saying. I know he's going to get that's, some blowback because Jacksonville I, can be – look, society today is, is confrontational. I promise you he's gotten some cat calls here and there. I think I think you're you're spot on with yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. If he – and I, I think I know the answer just by how you describe him, but did – because he won – a major and 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 the players did that make it easier for him to leave because well at least I accomplished that because you know I mean and again we don't know we assume he'll get to play the majors but yeah I feel like well go ahead answer that question I first I don't know the answer to that uh-huh. but I would think you know that guy's going to be etched in golf history the rest of his life he won the hundred the hundred fiftieth right Open Championship at St Andrews right pretty I mean, good. Yeah, it came from. It only chased down like world number one to do it. it, it, it yeah, it, it was all. It's yeah. uh, that's going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and yes, he won the players. Right. Um. So as far as like history and and yeah. I, I don't think he really cares. That yeah, much that's about what. I, that's where what I, I found. Hey, this I is where I found myself. <laughs> and again, I and if, if if oh wait, can I ask Manny one more question? Yeah, you can. Because I maintain this. And I think you disagree with me, but and I may have asked you this before, but I'm willing to. I I feel like to live, guys won't win those of, majors because they lose they're gonna lose the edge. The money's all there. It doesn't matter. Oh, I made a putt on six. I won. I did. It's not like walking up 16, 17, 18. You guys always talk about that, how tough mm-hmm. that is on a Sunday. That they won't ever have that. Two, si- already- two sides to that. Okay. I, I I don't disagree with you, uh-huh. but the other side is these guys don't get to play that many events anymore, right. and they might be hungrier. Okay. Well, and there's That's also this. I, I, and what about this, Matt? Is there some truth to this? The two guys on Live Tour most capable of winning a major Dustin are the, and Cam. Yeah. Are the two don't give a bleep what you think. <laughs> right. that, that's, yeah. a, that's honestly what came to my mind that's when fair. you were asking that okay. question. Okay. I was like, these guys. Those two yeah. don't care. They're gifted right. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that where I've settled now, and again, if we had to draw, so I'm on the PGA Tour side through the whole thing, just for the whole, for the history. I'm a, I like the competitive. I don't like it. Just like I wouldn't like if a quarter of the NFL left to some other rogue league. That's just me. But where I find myself, you know, a year afterward is the guys who left for live that I liked before, I'm not going to necessarily root against if they're coming down the stretch at a major. And the guys that I didn't like, which unfortunately for live is the, a majority of the field they took. They took a lot of the tours' I, problems. Right. The guys yeah. that, that aren't super likable and you weren't really pulling for anyway. But I, I'd i be interested to put myself in a spot. Now, if they're going against a PGA, like they're, they're, you can't put a live guy up against Rory down the stretch and me not pull for Rory just for the stance he took. And the, mm-hmm. But I'd be interested if I find if it's, if it's Cam Smith and it's, you know, Patrick Cantlay coming down the stretch. I, I'm not sure who I would be rooting for. Dan, you're sure. Patrick Cantlay and Cam Smith are, you know, playing in the final group at Augusta. You're, yeah. You're sure who you're rooting yeah. for. Yeah. I'm not as sure as I was at one point. I'd root for Rory to win the Ryder Cup over Patrick Reed if Whoa. it came down to one match. I, I would, too. I would, too. <laughs> Before Live. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also true. Also true. Yeah, we'll, that, we'll, yeah. leave, we'll leave him with a mic drop. Tell people where to... <laughs> Uh, tell people where they can find the podcast and when it when it will normally come out. And the yeah, good so thing about podcasts is they're once they come out, they're out. You can pick them up anywhere. Every Wednesday, um, you can get them anywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, Gosh. who are you doing it with? Uh, my buddy Aaron Price. Aaron Price. Okay. Is he active on tour? Where's his career? No, right he's now? Australian. He's an Australian guy. Um, he lives he here. Lives here. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He he does a little bit of everything, but yeah. he's hilarious. Good. We we have a great dynamic, I think. Okay, good. And. 
my buddy Scott Riley is kind of like the, he's the um, live forever golf. Yeah, okay. He's like the yeah. uh, the Jamie of the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, okay. Just, you know, <laughs> hey, Scott, look this up. You know, uh, <laughs> no, he chimes in, and it's really good. The three of us are have a nice dynamic. Nice. And look, if it, I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Well, I think so too. It's, yeah. it's a it's a look. I I think that that is really growing the game of golf. Un, it's kind of an un reported but like the the podcast with you and some of the other guys that are doing them that have grown in popularity one of them based here in town yeah uh to the to these these youtube golf channels have become super popular whether it's good good or bob does sports yeah you're into that I, not so necessarily into <laughs> it but there it's int- i will watch it over watching some nothing on television or my other choices on youtube i yeah i enjoy that i enjoy watching that i would enjoy like you going out and playing against Bob does sports. Let them play a three ways scramble, and you play. You know, I that that speaks to me a little bit. Yeah. So as long, yeah. As long. But my point is, that's not just me. That's the millions of subscribers. Those aren't a bunch of sixty-five-year-old golf fans, Matt. That's no. important. That's my point. Most of the subscribers to Good Good or Bob does sports are going to fall between like you know twenty and thirty-five. I would think. Yeah. And so that's where I'm not sure the PGA Tour and Jim Nance are bringing that. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know. Is either. it an old man sport? I mean. Uh, you played no, through it. It's not good. Right. I think it's getting younger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mr. Podcast there. We'll find out for sure. Now you get to <laughs> now you get to look at that scoreboard. Make hey, the cut. If people start getting mean, I'm quitting it, though. Do you think so? Yeah. But to turn off your notifications. There you go. Yeah. Head the, that's people, what I do. People, people get mean in the arena, buddy. They're going to get mean. You know that. What do you mean if? Yeah. Look who you're talking I about. don't read the comments. You like, don't? Maddie's no. suddenly worried. We got him worried. I'm not worried. Up. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, yeah, you're not, need, you're not I trying don't need to do it that bad. Yeah, you're not like, trying. I'm not trying. I hear. It's a, uh, oh, by the way, this is good. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday, so this is perfect. Mm-hmm. My man Stevie Beatrice, mm-hmm. the owner of, of the company, um, <laughs> sent me this text just a minute ago with the, anytime you get the text with the laughing emoji, you know it's coming. He goes, yeah, I was, uh, I golfed out at uh, PV Ocean Course last week, and uh, Cam was golfing in the group in front of us. See? So. Doesn't sound like he's been p- kicked off the ocean no, course. Maybe he was in disguise. <laughs> no, well, yeah, not enough that they fooled these guys. So, uh, anyway, Maddie, appreciate it. We're going to see. We're going to get something going here this uh, golf season. Yeah, what do we, we got? All right. It is golf season. Hey, yeah. if, if brunch with the tour is on, we're on. Okay, good. All right, well, we'll, we'll uh, arrange that um, with a little more detail as we move along as well. Good to see you again. You too. Thanks good luck for the podcast. You, I'm sure it'll be a success. Y'all check it out out there. Go find the... Straight down the middle-ish podcast with our, our boy Matt and, and his crew. So, all right, we're back with more on a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday. You're listening to The Drill. I don't know if this is legit or not. It's on Twitter. Well, uh, we'll get Joe use opinion later, but... Former head coach of the Nebraska Cornhusker Scott Frost has been interviewed by Mario Cristobal and been offered the OC position. Frost will accept the OC at Miami if he can hire his own quarterback coach. I don't know if that's happening or or is just a, a rumor or anything. Um, Tom Brady retires. Do you have the clip? Here's Tom Brady uh, moments ago posting this to, to uh, Twitter. Good morning, guys. Morning, uh, I'll get Tom. to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So 
uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So, <laughs> uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. That's it. I believe him, man. You think he's done? Yeah, like you could see it in his eyes. It's yeah. emotional. I, I believe it is time. I, yeah, I do too. And it could have been time last year and – you know, he would have still had his family. Yeah, it's a lot to give up one season, but there's probably there's probably more to that than just that. Then, so anyway, he's out. So, uh, and 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 I would probably if if you think like Tom Brady, maybe the realization that you know what I can't win a Super Bowl, I can't beat these guys anymore: the Mahomes, the Burrow, the Herbert, the Lawrence. It. it it looked – that's what it looked like to me, Dan, that last game. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like to me. You reach a point where he just doesn't have it anymore. The goat's no more. It's time to go to pasture. You can't – I think that Tom Brady recognizes what the cynics, like I would be, mm-hmm. and there are believers, like others, that mm-hmm. yeah, sure he could in this, that, and the other. I think that this definitively states that Tom Brady doesn't think he can win a championship. Well, he said he wanted to play to the age of 45, and he did. In his final year, he did complete 67% of his passes. He threw for 4,700 yards. 25 touchdowns, nine picks. It's good to Quarter- go out with that Quarterback kind of rating line. was a 90. I mean, it wasn't it no, wasn't bad. Sure. No, but, I get it. Uh, you know, we'll see. His last year in New England was worse. Um, and then he went to Tampa, and he had obviously won a Super Bowl with 40 and 12 and 43 and 12. So he ended up throwing 86, 96, 111 touchdown passes in uh, three years yeah. in Tampa. It was very successful, and it was good for him. He got to go out on his own terms now. It cost him his marriage. I wonder if it hides. Well, I, now I'm saying there. I just said it, there, there was probably more to that. Well, sure. You know, yeah. she likes to run around with other men. Would be Again, part of it. I, yeah. I wish part, you wouldn't go down that, that road. I, when you're married to one person, I wish you wouldn't do and you're that. in a Caribbean island with I the just trainer. Like to ask you to stop. Probably not best for the marriage. I don't either. think that's fair. Yeah. Whose uh, bed have your boots been under, Giselle? Uh, that's whose the question. Whose bed have your boots been under? Something, something like that, maybe. So. Yeah. Um. You know it. It, well, that's one less quarterback for those that had some pipe dream. That I, again, I think it would just set any. If you're the Raiders, just set you back a year or two. You got to go find your quarterback. Tom yeah. Brady wasn't going to come in and go through that gauntlet and and win it for. He couldn't do it in the NFC. The last two years, he's feebly gone out too. You wonder if the Raiders were counting on. Him I don't know when they did this whole car. Thing. Yeah, I don't know why they just did that with Carr. I mean, it seems I like mean, of all the options out there, he why might be not the best keep one. Carr and draft Richardson. Then. I tell you why. Uh-huh. Because Derek Carr, every flipping year, is in the same situation. Yeah, He's some 500 quarterback with just average numbers. Yeah, so that's probably why. We're going to take a phone call here shortly. But first, uh, can I get a speed trap alert in, uh, yeah, E.T., sure. this morning? The speed Born trap the alert. Brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. From radar detection to every other thing. I Look, I truck guy. I went over and got accessorized right away. Um, they'll hook you up. But with, when your family run and operated for over 100 years... Same spot, you're doing it right. Uh, right now, uh, first of the month, JTB Eastbound, just before Southside Boulevard. So, Hick, that's... Oh, actually, no, we missed that. That's east of us. Okay. Or west of us, heading east, but right here around the honeypots. Our little uh, JTB Southside Boulevard honeypot. <laughs> 
Somebody has tweeted. Tom outside Giselle's house, and it's our guy. It's our guy from Say Anything yeah. with the boombox. Yeah. In your <laughs> eyes. The light, the heat in your I eyes. I want to come back. I am complete in your eyes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Greg Olson shakes his head. Damn, I was hoping he'd go one more year. I like doing this. Well, at least I'll get this Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? That's a big loop. I wonder if they, they don't do three-man, right? I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You just I'm, you spend all that money I'm on Greg Brady. Olson. I'm like, I like doing it myself. I don't care if I don't get the big. Give me a, just let me do my thing. Um, Brady ends his career as the best NFL player of all time. The, and who's going to catch him? I, he's not getting caught. Not in our lifetime. No. He's not. He won seven Super Bowls and went to three more. Won seven out of ten. Yeah, it's. And, and, you, and by the way, you look now and you see what, what the Patriots are without him. He won, uh, he played 23 seasons. He won 251 regular season games. That's better than 10 a year. He won 35 in the playoffs. Both unprecedented. Um, final stats, including the postseason, 737 touchdowns, 102,614 yards. In his last year, he set an NFL record for the most attempts and the most completions in one season at 45. I mean, good gosh, man. He holds a long list of NFL records, games started, wins, passing yards, passing touchdowns, completions, touchdowns to different receivers, division titles, Pro Bowl appearances, oldest player to win the MVP, oldest player to be named first team All-Pro, seasons with one team, only player to beat all 32 teams, and then I could get into the postseason, and then I could get into the Super Bowl records where he has six game-winning drives, Jeff, six game-winning drives. Charlton K. Ganey is holding... On the uh, Fair and Fair phone lines, we always like to talk to Charlton. I have it's a Tennessee, Nick- Florida. Night. I have a new a nickname, yeah, from Mister Ten. You I'm gonna, do. I'm gonna call him Chuck Wagon. Chuck Wagon. Yeah, right. Chuck Wagon. He's gonna be my Chuck Wagon. Chuck Wagon. Yeah, you're gonna be my bri- You're gonna uh, uh, bring me a big old prime cut choice of steak of my choice <laughs> when we sit down and dine. When we dine together over the over the um, what's his name, Anthony Richardson, first round selection. But I decided, I, oh, yeah, okay. and I've decided this with a couple of things. Let's don't get contentious here. I was, I, that I did no, not. We're not going to get okay, contentious. awesome because I'm, Dan's I'm not allowed to come. Dan's not turned over a new leaf. Not allowed to talk. Dan's not coming. There's no ox coming. You and I are going to dine together, friend. The two of us, and we can do uh, lunch I'll, or dinner I'll, or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. We can do dinner. We can do lunch. You don't have to do dinner. The only condition I say is, you drink with you're putting, me. You're drink putting for conditions. Drink. Drink for drink. Yeah, no, I just I'm not gonna listen to me. I know what your drink for drink rate is. <laughs> he friend. doesn't drink much okay. at all anymore. Huh? We will be fine. Listen, first of all, I I don't think that my I don't know my my countenance or my you know reputation needs mm. to be inspired to drink. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm like don't drink guy, and you're gonna somehow punish me for that. So you just worry about the steak, and we'll get to those particulars later. It wasn't about punishing you. It's like okay. you know let's. Let's get hammered to celebrate your win. <laughs> well, let's What's do that. that. Well, then we'll eat lunch and go play golf and do that then. How about that? That sounds – whatever you want to do. I'll be happy to fund it. I am. No, no, I, I'm I not asking you. If, we, if I, I add the golf, if I add the golf, I will fund it. wouldn't get drafted. No. I didn't say he wouldn't no, get drafted. No, first rounder. I said he wouldn't be a player in the NFL is what I said. But the bet was first round pick. I'm down with whatever bet you want it to be. I'll just be happy to go buy you dinner. He's telling me whatever bet I, quote, want it to be. Was the bet not first round for Anthony Richardson? The bet was first round Anthony Richardson, Mr. Ten. Come on, man. Come on, man. Whatever. I'm not hungry anymore. Go ahead. And I doubled it. 
Can I double down on the one? Yeah, I'm not even hungry. You can have whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, you can double down. That's perfect. Maybe it'll get me out of this lunch. We'll double down. (laughs) No, I... Well, do I need to take Holmes with us too? I look for Holmes. You know, Nance is a bigger fan look. than Holmes, I think. But anyway, yeah. keep your hands off my mother. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> soon as Holmes, hey, soon as Holmes goes, I'm, I'm just man. Gonna we're say, all, be, it's all. I, guess you're, nice I don't think you're door. feeling my loving spirit in this conversation. Six, I feel like six point oh. He's getting six point oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy fans. Oh no! I called about the balls. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> Threatening yeah, to marry my mother for Pete's sake. I, you just should take her to a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. No, you do that, we're going to have would, problems. I would love to call you stepson. <laughs> uh, uh, I will not call you daddy. Brothers too, stepson. Uh, this, I'm going to have a nightmare about this. Uh, listen, uh, Jimmy Mongoose says plus six and a half looks good. What do you think, Ten? Do we hang within six five, and a half? It's down to five and a half. Dan. Oh, wow. I don't know what you're watching. Yeah, I would say this about that. I've watched a lot of college basketball this year, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a it's a story of hot and cold. Yeah. Whatever team shoots well, that's fair. Game. That's fair. I we mean, just it, it, we only know, shoot well once out of every six or seven games. Out yeah, right. we might. Catch, but that that uh, there is. But he's right it, about it, that. It is weird though mm-hmm. that one of the worst offenses in all of college basketball, Florida, is playing literally the best defense in college basketball is Tennessee by points per game and field goal percentage. And yet, the line was six and has moved in Florida's favor, despite the fact that 70% of the people are betting on Tennessee. It just, it smells fishy that way. It does smell fishy that way. And, I, and look, we play a lot of defense, but there's times where we go through stretches where we couldn't throw it in the ocean. And it's going to depend on uh, how we You did that against Kentucky, the but the difference is, we I don't did know that about... against Kentucky. Yeah. We did that against uh, Arizona. You know, and, and the difference is those are good teams, though. Ten Florida's not a good team, so I think it'll be all right. Well, you, you got you got enough players on the team that, that you know. I, I think in college basketball now, you look at it around the country. It it doesn't matter who the team is. There's no great teams this year. If there's a year that anybody could win it, uh, I think it's it's this year. I don't think Tennessee's the second best team in the country. We got a good team. We're going to come to play. I hope we come down there and put like a thirty point spanking on you. But I don't. I, hear I don't you. feel that that it's going to be that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, it just depends. Can, can uh, Zeska be throwing the ocean tonight? If he hits the <laughs> freeze and uh, Kumwa can score like he's been scoring, we'll be Florida fine. does but, play a little know, bit of defense. It's the only thing that's kept her head above water is at least a decent team. And, and we'll see if, if, if Todd Golden can do the one thing that Mike White did, even to the chagrin of the detractors. It seems like he'd get a top five team at home every year. Auburn would roll in top five, they'd beat him. Or Kentucky, so... You know, this is an opportunity for, you know, I don't know how it's going to play out this year, but if you're just building a program, you know, to be, to beat a top two team, to beat the number two team in the country, I think will have, you know, ramifications more long-term than just, you know, than just tonight. Ten, we're uh, Thank you, Charles. We're okay, game. Up against it. Come on! There Thank goes. you. When we come back, uh, I wonder if um, Vegas becomes players for the other legendary quarterback who might be moving you know, uh, we know who that is, and yeah. I tell you, there's probably sure. a receiver that would be happy to hear that. Yeah, how about that? Right? Would that be funny if they got reunited? So let's talk about that and some other NFL issues when we return. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. All right, let's emerge a couple of different topics oh, we've talked about today. Wonderful. One is we've got to do something about the Pro Bowl because it matters. It's a benchmark, Dan. When you get to the end of players' careers, their number of Pro Bowls matter. We use them to get people into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And if you're going to put a a quarterback in the Pro Bowl who threw two touchdowns this year, that benchmark is 
weakened, okay, to say the least. Nothing weak about Tom Brady's career. Again, the breaking news this morning, Tom Brady has called it quits for the second year in a row on February 1st. Okay. Uh, this year, he won't have a cheating wife to try and change his mind. Um, it's got to stop. You really deny that she cheated on him? Yes. It's got to stop. It's a shame. You're not reading enough People magazine these days. Tom Brady has more Pro Bowl appearances than any player in history. Let's put, okay. him in, let's put him in the hall, Dan. I think we should do that with those Pro Bowls. 2028. 15 is the most, okay? Uh-huh. Five other NFL quarterbacks have 10 or more double-digit Pro Bowl appearances. I need you to identify. And uh, no, um, Huntley is not one of them. <laughs> he only has one. There are 10 what? quarterbacks, what 10 quarter, uh, five quarterbacks, <clears throat> not named Brady, who have at least 10... All right. Oh, yes. And 10 is a lot, man. I mean, quarterbacks are good for this 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 new era. Guys playing 20 years is just that a new era. It used to be you played 7, 8, 10 years, you were done. Well, we, I'm we sure Peyton is. Uh, Peyton is second. He has 14. 14 for Peyton Manning. I would There's think one hard one on here I think might take you down, but just one. I think the rest, I don't, you know, I think you'll get because you have to. I'll give you one hint. Uh-huh follow the current theme of guys playing for a long, long, long time into yeah. their 40s almost. Yeah. So that that's going to water this thing down for you. I would think... Uh, Drew Breezy? Breeze 13. He's third. I think Aaron goes everywhere. Aaron's got yep. 10, but Ooh. still only 10. Yeah. But still, that's a lot. How 10. many more? Two more. One of them could fits into that modern, played into his 40s. And uh, I would... Yes. I don't know who you're thinking, but there's what this one's obvious to me. He's third. Far, yeah. He's yeah. he's third with eleven. There's one other guy that has ten, and ironically, he too played deep into deeper dude to his career than maybe players did at that time. This quarterback would it be? Uh, For some it, reason, I and I, I don't think this is it, E, but I'll throw it off you uh-huh. because he. I was thinking Big Ben. Were you? Who, who are you thinking? I was thinking of Warren Moon for some reason. I don't know. I don't why. think he got ten. He's he not, it's not old school enough. That's why this is. Oh, it's not old school. This enough? is old school. This is a player who, maybe for a longer stretch than any other time in NFL history, was regarded as the best quarterback in NFL history. Oh wow! I don't say that with opinion. I think that's will be factually agreed upon. This was the player. Joe until, Montana. Until Montana. Until Montana. Before Montana. This player was known as the best quarterback of all time, I think. He has 10 Pro Bowl appearances. He, too, played into his probably his 40s. Uh, Johnny U? Johnny Unitas. Is that inaccurate to say he was considered the best quarterback of all time? No. Not I pa- seems like I grew, I seems like I grew up with that being the... I think that's fair. Not that being the kind of, you know... Marino came along and shook up everybody, and... He did things that nobody had seen, but he didn't win. So. Unitas, though, produced the kind of crazy numbers we see now in an era where they didn't have those. Right. Right. Unitas had all – didn't Unitas have all the records until this new crop uh, blew them up, right? Most touchdown passes, wasn't that Unitas? Until I those know. records know, were broken. I know Unitas was very well thought of. I have a quick question for you. It's not a pop quiz, but I'm just curious. I saw this on a on, on social media, and it's – it's uh, all for the Gators podcast. I kind of liked it, and I, I so I wanted to ask you this all morning long. So I'll ask you now. Okay. Uh, here as we head into the nine o'clock nasty, favorite Gators wide receiver, and they're doing like brackets and also they have sixteen. So uh, give me your top three favorite Gator wide receivers. Here are the names. You ready? 
Uh, um, sure. Uh, Ike Hilliard, Dallas Baker, Jacquez Green, yep. Andre Caldwell, Carlos Alvarez, Chris Collinsworth, Redell Anthony, Rishe Caldwell, Wes Chandler, Jabbar Gaffney, Jack Jackson, Chris Doring, Kadarius Tony, Ricky Natil, Chad Jackson, and Percy Harvin. I'll I'd, run through them again. How, if how you'd am like. I supposed to? No, I, that's I okay. I your three favorites of all. My time. three favorites of those. Yeah, I'm not asking who's better because they're doing bracket challenges. I hear like you. Harvin against Chad Jackson. Harvin advanced. Natil against Kadarius Tony. Uh, here's Tony my three. Advanced. I got my three, and then and my oh. three aren't right. They're my three. Yeah, they're my three. Yeah, and they three. Typically, your three will hit the sweet spot of what met you know what what register with you for a variety of reasons. My yeah. three are I Killyard. Yeah. Um, Percy Harvin. Yeah. And then it's really close. Uh. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go Ricky Natil. Ooh. Natil played when I was in college. I love Ricky the Rocket. Ricky had I unbelievable. Love Ricky the Rocket. Ricky Rocket. He, he beat Georgia. He beat Auburn. He played the Auburn. The game that Kerwin gets all the credit for the comeback and 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 sneaking it into the end zone. Ricky okay. Natil played the whole second half of that game with a separated shoulder. Ricky the Rocket. Ricky Natil was a tough dude from Newberry, Florida, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. But I'll tell you another guy. Again, I'm not arguing these are the three best. Uh-huh. You asked me who my three favorites Yeah, were. yeah, that's what I asked you. I'll give you another guy that falls into that favorite category but probably wouldn't place in the top four or five is Jack Jackson. I love that kid, too. Yeah. He was the first real superstar receiver for, for Steve Spurrier. he scored, he'd do like the Sam Because he can, you know, Ike and Riedel and Quezzy and those dudes, they didn't come along until like 94, 95, those years. Whereas Jack Jackson was like the first... Superstar receiver that Spurrier got. He was just, he was. A I remember asking explosive. Steve Spurrier every. I, I used to do a, a, a preseason interview with him every year, and I said, "Coach, who's the uh, who's the breakout guy this year?" Jack Jackson. Yeah, he was. You watch Jack Jackson this year. He's going to have a big season. I said, "All right, Coach." Um, yeah, that's interesting. See, I got Ike and Redell to me are together. So I just, like, I, I, just I love both. Yeah. Now, I will say this. I was around the program a lot back then, down there a couple times a week, right? Mm-hmm. For every media day, every home game, in the locker room, doing TV, covered it a lot differently than we do now. So it's going to be influenced at least a little bit on just my rapport with some of these guys. And Ike, to me, just I grooved with Ike a little more than Redell. Mm-hmm. But to your point, very similar players. I bet yeah. their numbers are real similar. And I also like to pay deference and to De- the... Doring should be up there, too. Yeah, and I like to, but I also like to pay deference to... You know, the Cuban Comet and Collinsworth Carlos and Wes Chandler. Yeah, yeah those Chandler are good players. Again, if it's best, you got to put Wes Chandler in there probably. But w- listen, maybe it's because he's just so, become so familiar. I mean, we've known Chris Doring for years. We've dealt with him. Shoot, we had him on every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. He deserves to be on the three best. He's got more touchdown catches than any Florida Gator ever. Yeah, but he was also the benefit of Ike and Riedel. I don't care. He's got more <laughs> than those guys, right? They yeah. had the benefit of Doring and Riedel or Doring and Ike also. Yeah. Jacquez Green, Percy Wes- Harvin. And I like Rashae Caldwell. Your favorite. All right. That's fine. Yeah. And you're a little younger, yeah, dude. Everybody so. has their own. I just was curious. Ricky Natil, though, is like, you got to understand, Emmett gets credit for keeping Florida's head above water when the NCAA, the NCAA, you have to understand, punished Florida back in the mid-'80s to the level that they expected Florida to go 1-10. in 10. I mean, that's what they did. Florida had what, Dan? Was it like eight scholarships one year, 12 the next? Yeah. I mean, they crippled them. The death penalty was a bad word, then because uh, folks felt they overreacted with SMU. So the NCAA couldn't give Florida the death penalty in 1984, but they gave them what they thought was going to send Florida to two and nine town for the next four or five years. Emmett Smith gets the credit for single-handedly keeping the program above 500, but Ricky Natil carried that for a couple of years too. That dude was a baller, especially in college.
All right, let's take a break. Head to the 9 o'clock nasty. It's yes. coming up next. I, I will remind you, it's a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday here. Look, Beatros is like family. It's a, it's a name that you've trusted when it comes to your plumbing needs around town for uh, now over 50 years. You know, he said something. Um, uh, the owner, Stevie Beatros, who, whose voice you hear in, in their commercial spot, he said something real interesting in that commercial. He's, you know, he grew up the son of a plumber and he remembers driving around town with his dad, and his dad saying, "Yeah, that's one of our buildings there. That's one of our buildings because they had done." I thought you were going to say he remember there. growing up as a kid listening to the drill. Well, yeah, I don't know if we're that old. I don't know if we want that to be the case. But if you need a case of a plumbing emergency or elsewhere, you need Beatros Plumbing here to help. I'm just looking at this uh, man. Coaches just make too much money. Sean Payton will make somewhere between 17 and 20 million per year. Probably not in the pro. You probably can't make that argument as much as in college. God. I mean, is the coach not as important as any player? Really, on most teams. A lot of them make a lot more than 16, 17 million. So, yeah. of course, you expect you have. You think yeah. a lot of NFL coaches make more than 16? A lot 17? of players. Oh, a lot yeah, of players, yeah, yeah. and I'm saying he's as important as just about you know. No team has three players more important than. Why the coach. don't we know coaches' salaries? Why not? NFL coaches salary. Well, I think it's a celebrity business and you know, no, we, we know everybody's we... salary but NFL coaches. Oh, you're saying we don't know that. Yeah, why don't oh, we know? I don't know. I thought we did. We don't. I, I don't I don't really care, to be honest with you. Huh? But I, that doesn't answer your question. That is that's not a yeah. viable answer. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I care. I'd like to know. Yeah. I always wanted to know what Urban was making. What did Dougie P get? Mm. You know, what is he making? It's just, it's just odd to me. We don't really know, right? Does anybody, I mean, we know yeah. everybody's, you can look up anybody's salary but NFL head coaches. And, and did this become a recent thing? Was it, did we used to know and now it's taboo or, I mean, why don't we know? It's interesting uh, I, you know, I don't know. I've never really done, like, like, like searched it, to be honest with you. Just hadn't. Doesn't mean as much to me as the player. The players obviously have salary caps. Where are you on Sean Payton as a coach? I think it's an awesome move for them. You and think it's I, like Andy Reid like? That's probably a decent. Yeah. That's probably a decent. He 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 had Andy Reid some you know like success. I would say with New coach Orleans. to New Orleans a long time. Yeah, it kinda, missed the playoffs six years, made the playoffs nine years. Yeah, I think great. That's not a sure thing. Won a Super Bowl, long time but ago. Won it in his fourth year. Yeah, long time ago too. 15, they get screwed years. out of another Super Bowl because of refs. Absolutely, hundred percent going yeah. to one. Yes, yep. the Rams game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was bad. I mean, that was what? A... What, what did, was he sub five hundred his last couple of years? And now his decline it just no. happened to coincide with Drew Brees. In fact, decline. he was nine and eight his last year. Twelve and four, thirteen and three, thirteen and three. Those were his last years. 13, 11 and five. Yeah, and then when he did had the a, losing. When did the non-playoff 14, 15, years and come? sixteen. He was seven and nine each year. And that's with and after Brees his, in his prime. And after ten and six, he went his first year. He went seven and nine and eight and eight. Then bounced back with thirteen and three and won the bowl. I'm surprised his overall career record isn't better than it is because nine I saw, and eight in the postseason. He's basically with fifteen. Two, that's good. Yeah, with two terrible screw job losses, the Minnesota miracle. Well, hold on. If he's nine and eight in the postseason, he. Mm-hmm. Oh no, because one year he won. He lost to the Bucks in a divisional game. He lost to the Vikings in the wild card game. He lost to the Rams in the championship game. He lost to the Vikings in a divisional game. Lost to the Seahawks in division. Lost to San Fran division. Lost to Seattle in wild card. Won the Super Bowl. And lost to the Bears in his first year in the NFC championship game. I remember that. That was uh, that was the yeah the Rex Grossman year. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. You let the whole league down by lying. But no, I like it. I like it. Like I heard you before. I would rather have the and, and maybe they say he's Mike McCarthy record wise. Yeah, Same what, exact. That's stuff. what I mean. That's yeah. what I said. It's not. It's not like he's like full of fifteen and twos. It, for, his career record would play out to you. Can expect him to go like ten and seven, eleven and six. He was suspended for a whole year one year, right? Yeah. Ten and seven or eleven and six is what his what he kind of averages out to. That's an average year for him. And but if you're Denver, I do. I would think this. I mean, I think Russell Wilson is 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 very Drew Brees like. Not the strongest arms in the league. Smart, cerebral quarterbacks. His, his system certainly, he kept. You think, you think he can get, I mean, he's a good hire in the respect of that because they're tied to Russell Wilson. And they fit him. So who can we bring in that will coach Russell Wilson? I best? think he fits because, I again, I think he's, I'm not saying he's a breeze clone, don't get me wrong, but the size, the arm strength, those are similar. He, there's no size or arm strength that's going to hold Russell Wilson it back. It gives you hope as a Broncos sure, fan. And you needed that because, yeah. and in fact, I mean, guy, you hate to just keep piling on poor Nathaniel Hackett, who's already landed a new job. But right. I mean, it, Russell Wilson improved greatly just with Hackett leaving. Mm-hmm. Right, the last two games, Russell Wilson had nice big games. But I, I think Sean Payton's a good coach. I, you know, you coach sixteen years in a place, you run it runs dry, fourteen or whatever it was. Look at a poll question, a quickie poll question. Okay, I didn't do it, but it's it. I'm just, I was just curious. We all know like Tom Brady is the GOAT, right? We don't, and none of us deny that. Not Tom Brady is the GOAT, yeah. greatest quarterback of all time. Who's the greatest team sport athlete ever, him or Jordan? Greatest team sport athlete ever, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? Five, 5,600 votes. You'd go Jordan? Mm-hmm. Okay, who would you go? I'd probably say Brady. Yeah. I don't, boy, it's a tough one. It is a Jordan, tough one. Jordan, 53%. Brady forty seven percent. Brady had he he made the defense all like it's a whole different side of the ball. Yeah, who believed in him? Yeah, I'll, you know? well, okay, I'll counter with this. Every time the ball left Michael Jordan's hand, it was just simply relied on Michael Jordan. Yeah, and every time the ball leaves Tom Brady's hand, it's relying on Gronk or Moss or. Yeah. I would rather else. if I was going to yeah. argue for Jordan, I would say every time he left his hand when he had to. It went through the hoop. Well, I would also leave with this. <laughs> Seven wins and three losses is impressive, but not as impressive as six wins and no losses. Yeah. Yeah. The, st- yeah. the stat that never gets repeated enough for people to remember. He never went to a game seven. Is that he never went to a game seven. That's dominance right there. And yeah. by the way, those were, when he was coming along, those were Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas. That's who this guy was beating, you know, to get to where he was. And then other, you know, players certainly in their Two prime. Great ones. Uh, we talked. Uh, if I, I would, would go if, Jordan, I would. I, I would go Jordan. If I, if yeah. I were the Vegas Raiders, I would do everything I can right now to get Aaron Rodgers because I'm not. I I want to win now. I got good players, man. Yeah. I don't want to start. I got over. good receivers. Rodgers yeah. would be a good. Now I don't Rogers, want Will Levis. I'm not trading up to get C.J. Stroud and. I mean, look. Eventually, I'll trade I, I that get first that. round pick for him. Yeah, I'll trade right now. Here, here's my first round pick and a third rounder next year. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, it's not going to take long for him to get on your nerves. I saw his little podcast appearance this week, or at least an excerpt do? of not it. Not sure. But just the way he talks, like, well, I see they're doing this. No one asked me about it. Bro, you're in Pebble Beach, okay? Well, you're not being included? Then sit your butt back in Milwaukee and Green Bay and get in the cave and figure it out then. But don't give me this. Oh, nobody asked me. I wonder why. You're on the practice range at the Pebble Beach Golf Club. So, I know that uh, our next guest on the Farrah Farrah phone line. I do not want Aaron Rodgers to go to the Raiders. I got enough problems in the AFC. Oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders, to me, that's legit now. That really does take a t- 
That's taking a team. They become what the Broncos were last year. Now, it didn't work, obviously. Yeah. But suddenly, I, by the way, and I, if you're, would you not take the Raiders and Aaron Rodgers over the Chargers and Justin Herbert? I, I would. would. Yeah, pairing him if, back up with Devontae. And, and if sign, yeah. sign Josh Jacobs, bring him back. Oh, man. And, if you're, and you have to assume if you're Carolina and you hired Frank Reich and you're under the new – that he's not so new anymore. That owner has a – kind of a Shod-like record, terrible record in the NFL, right? Until, you know, until Shod Khan finally broke through here in year 11 or 10 or whatever it is. Um, if you're if you're Tepper, you have to assume Carolina has to be trading up to get a quarterback. They've got to try to trade up. They cannot run out Sam Darnold. If you're Frank Reich, you know what you got to do. And you've been hired, and this is your last shot. So you got to win. So you got to go get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, and I expect them to try to do that. I think... I think it's Young and Stroud go one and two, and then the other boys. And, and then if you're the Colts, you sort of hold on that Will Levis will fall to you at four or five or wherever you pick. So it'll be interesting. Anyway, um, back to the – By the way, when we say Jordan never went seven, that that's never went seven in the finals. Right, 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 right. Mr. Eden Kendall has emailed me and said, the Pacers took him seven. To Settle get down, guy. And the Nick, Didn't your Knicks took him seven, didn't Damn they? Damn right we did. No, seriously. All no. the time. Yeah, the but Eastern you did, Conference didn't you? Are you being – sometimes I can't tell if he's being serious. <laughs> They did believe, take them seven, yeah, I right? They went yeah. Seven. yeah, I thought yep. they did. I think we had leads on them at times. Yeah. Uh, Joe U's got, I, I don't want to talk about the guy Sean the Payton. Got Charles Smith. Yeah, that missed thanks. a bunny for you. Could have beaten. I don't, th- I don't think that was Jordan's year. Oh, well, I no, think that, that was, was the in between. Oh, that makes where it worse. We wor- <laughs> yeah. But I'm not positive. Uh, you went one of the in between years, though. Yeah. Uh, you, I don't want to talk about Sean Payton because I know how you feel about him. I want to know if you're on board with Scott Stop Frost as your OC. I will I will address this by, by saying this, and I think you'll be able to gauge my um, uh-huh, uh-huh. W- what I think about it as I reference him as national championship coach. <laughs> not anybody, not everybody can add a natty championship winner as That's an fair. assistant. <laughs> now you wanted to talk. You love Sean Payton. You love and adore Sean Payton. Sean Payton. I, he's what he did for us, man. It just was amazing. We. Uh, uh, I wish him well, but he's an AFC man. AFC is so tough. He's gonna make Russell Wilson one of those guys. I mean, like he was. I mean, uh, well, if he can't, AFC, then nobody can. Uh, Russ didn't listen. Russ, because of what we knew of him in Seattle, you know, by the end of the year, Russ wasn't as bad as we we're as we we're painting right. him. I mean, trust me, he was he was not good. It was not a good year for Russell Wilson. I'm in no way implying. You know that it was, but I, I think I don't think he I don't think Russell Wilson's season was one of those where veteran quarterback has fallen off the cliff and he'll never be the same. I just you know he He's was got th- three good seasons left. I would think. Well, he was thirteenth. He was thirteenth at passing yards. He had a completion percentage of over sixty percent. Look, he was poor by his standards. Sixteen touchdowns, eleven picks, but it was worse than that at one point. I guess would be my point. Yeah, Russ. Russ is about to cook. I would say, but the AFC uh, is so oh, stacked with oh. quarterbacks that uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad Sean didn't land in the in the NFC, which I'm which I'm surprised he didn't. And I think as a Saints fan, we might be able to package, you know, Taysom Hill for like three first round picks, and then Sean can really do his thing. Three first rounders for Taysom. He's <laughs> oh, you're he sending him to Denver. To, <laughs> to Denver, yeah. I like oh, that. That's right. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, um, well. yeah. Uh, Scott Frost, I don't know. It's just message board fodder. I, I can't confirm. Is that my, uh, Miami? I'm assuming nobody knows anything. Yeah, nobody know. Yeah, they're saying Scott Frost as OC. If the caveat is if he can hire as a quarterback coach, which is whoever's going to be our OC, whether it be Dan Mullen, whether it be Scott Frost, whether it be Hartline, whether it be uh, Arroyo, and I, I honestly think Arroyo is the winner in the clubhouse. He coached with Mario before at at 
Oregon. He's you know the head coach at USC. The guy runs the system. Mario likes, but stay tuned. Hey Joe, what are happened to Derek? Back. What are happened to Derek King? Did he go play? Derek King, he's a wide receiver. He got activated for uh, Carolina Panthers as, as a quarterback. So last game of the season. So he is playing. He, he did stick with an NFL team. He's playing as a receiver or as a quarterback. No, no, no. As a as a quarterback, huh. he got activated as a quarterback. Huh. So he had a cup of coffee. Hopefully, well, he'll stay on the practice team for you. Be hard. Be hard. Maybe if they get though, but they, there's some talk they could draft. You know, Anthony Richardson, Derek King might be a suitable kind of play style similar enough to, to stay in the system. I don't know. I, I'm surprised he was in yeah, the league. Yeah, watching right? that dude for the, for the 49ers, they could have guys been on 22 teams and been in the league 15 years. Yeah, Josh Johnson. <laughs> yeah. No boy. Bueno. I mean, that says a lot about, you know, if you can play quarterback, there's a place for you. It may be third string or they may call you in as a camp arm, but you get those four years. Well, and now and now that veteran for. that veteran minimum has just become outrageous. I mean, the lowest tenured players in the league making half a million dollars, so that uh, certainly is is a benefit for sure. Uh, thank you, Joseph. There he goes, Joe. You hey, um, managed to not offend me today. That's good. That's good. Uh, a shout out to uh, you know it's signing day, and it all is, the, yeah. a lot of kids locally will sign different, not just football, sure. but other sports. But anyway. Orrell Gray, who I thought was the best high school football player in you the see, area. You see, kid, right? I yeah. ask you, he is impressive enough that just my sports fan in me mm-hmm. asked Dan. Remember, I yes. asked you, why didn't this guy recruited yes. more heavily? And he has signed uh, this morning. Nope. Fam. So, wow. hey, Rattlers, you if you got, you're, a, bit, yeah. you got a good one. He might I, be an NFL player one day. I He's small, but he is a football player, man. I, I, I have a ton of respect for that young man. I hope he... Uh, he should be at a higher level. But there could be lots of reasons that he goes to fam. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know. But yeah. So anyway, I wish critical of, the, of that selection at all. But man, I really think that guy could have played in the SEC. Wish him, with wish him well. He was terrific. Oh, good man. for him. And there's a lot of other kids around there. Oh, that'll yeah. be making Congrats their day. to all of them. And we kind of gave our overall, you know, mission statement when it came to that on the early signing period. It's it's a day of great pride and joy for yeah. the kids and the parents. So much work and love and support. It's gone back and forth on that. So mm-hmm. uh, congrats to all that continue their athletic career with college scholarships today. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. And we'll come back and see what's trending to wrap things up when we return on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Uh, we're back here. We're back. To be Trost Plumbing on Wednesday, so happy to have them on board for months and years to come. I'm happy because it means for you, you now have a go-to. You got a plumbing issue, Betro's Plumbing here to help. A name that's been quality plumbing in Jacksonville for more than 50 years. Find out more at BetrosPlumbing.com. We are going to see what's, uh, we're going to see what's trending. Yes. Uh, ET has got us a set up there, and we're also going to debut what will be a feature running throughout the month. No, we won't. Damn it. You don't want to. Change your mind. I never said yes. I uh, thought he wanted to. Oh, I might. I think we should talk about it before we jump in. I'm I never, with it. Y'all know I ain't never scared, but we can I know talk you about it. <laughs> I, okay. I, mis- I misread, I misread <laughs> that. That doesn't happen very. When you've been working with a dude for 100,000 years, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> yeah, you threw me with a head fake there. We'll just go. We'll, we'll throw that around, and maybe tomorrow we'll have an exciting <laughs> announcement. Number five. One of my favorite movies is Bad Boys. Dan, what we always say, you ride together? We die together. Bad Boys for life. life. You know, it's so funny. I Jeff's still... in the backseat. <laughs> no, I got out of y'all's car. Y'all's car is full of nonsense. Because we, we use the Vaz. The Vaz. Yeah, y'all Vaz each other up. It's <laughs> disgusting. That's Nothing all wrong got. with it. I get my own car. I'm driving. I got a truck guy. I don't want your car. Um, it's funny, though, that movie Bad Boys, right? Right. Again, 
I had a certain time in my life where I just fell out of watching TV and movies, and it seems like that thing start. Would that start like the the? When did that start? When was the first Bad Boys? Nineties though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like mid nineties. Yeah. All right. But when I do you remember this movie when you were growing up, Hick, that we watched when we were like 95. teenager? Yeah. Called Bad Boys, and it was Sean Penn, and he got sent off to the boys' prison yeah, because he, took, he he took pool pool balls. Yes. Uh, uh, Wasn't that called Bad Boys? I don't know. And he put them in a sack. Guy came in his. It's at his. It's at his. Si, you know that uh, actor Cy Morales. Mm. You would know him if you saw him in Sean Penn. But they have a beef over a girl outside of of the, and then they both end up in like a juvie jail. They hate each other. They fight to the death at one point. Oh yeah, but I, 1983. And it's also called Bad Boys. Yes. Yeah. So that I always get confused when I when I hear that. Long point of really nothing. I made no point. Ali Sheedy was also in it. Ali Sheedy. Made her yeah. film debut. Yeah. Well, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence announced Bad Boys 4, and they will be returning no. as Mike Lowry. No. And My- or Detective Miles Burnett. No way. Bad Boys I, I, 4. I think I, I, you know, I'm not positive. Thought, I've seen thought, the Bad uh, Boys d- run. I need to hop on those. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought. Uh, I like both those guys. I thought he retired. He may have retired. In number three, he was so antsy uh-huh. about using guns. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're bringing it back. Hmm. Number four. I wonder if Will's son is out of jail yet in, in number four. Because remember when he dealt with the devil lady? <laughs> was the, the mother of his child. And his child was trying to kill him. Oh, dear. A, maybe I don't want to watch it. Tense one. Dr. Phil, his run is finally yes. coming to an end. After 21 seasons. Good run. One of the kings of daytime radio or daytime television is calling a quiz. That is, um, he's 72 years old. 72 years and old. And he's had a great run, and he wants to do some other stuff, and good time to stop. I like Dr. Phil. I thought he I thought he uh, kind of kept it real and he did. had a good show. And, you know, there's obviously, when you do what he does, there's always going to be a controversy here and there, and he had some of those he, uh, along the way. But overall, I thought he helped a lot of people. He introduced us to uh, the Cash Me Outside girl. Yes. Cash Me Outside. How about mm-hmm. that? He also. Uh, that girl's so annoying. Oh, God. And she got, that was, she got that famous was, and rich yes, off of that. Yes. That's off the of world, being a punk. That's the world we live in. Oh. Yes, it is. Number three. Oh, one of my favorite people in the world. Chad Ochocinco. Yes. He was recently on a podcast with Shannon Sharp where he revealed that he saved a lot of money by flying spirit and wearing fake jewelry when he was in the NFL. Fly private? I ain't flying private, he said. Put me on spirit, exit row, window seat. Fly private? I ain't flying private, never. That's I like to call this in my world. Uh, that's that's uh, redneck first class. You get that exit row. That exit row. That's what Absolutely. I do. I always shoot for redneck first class first before I go true for business first class. I go to that exit row. It's, it's wonderful. Johnson estimated he saved... About 83% of his salary. I've got to go like to, uh, we got to go to a wedding this summer. I've got to do some some ticket searching today. I wonder how much they are these days. You going to wear the blue suit again or are you going to go different? Um, you know, That's a good question. Maybe I'll break out the suit. Sounds like a blue suit day. Wow, yeah. that's a good, I you know it's a June, uh, um, it's a June wedding in San Antonio. Yeah, as so. long as there's enough time in between, yeah. You oh, can yeah. Rock the blue suit. Different state. Yeah. Now, I will say that the folks' wedding that we're going to, they were at our wedding, but they're not going to know the difference. They will never know. Because it'll be blue suit, no tie, I promise you. If I'm going to the wedding with, and it's not my daughter, there ain't going to be no ain't tie. no tie. Worn. Not for me. Mm. Dan and Number tie. two. Yeah. yeah, not me. I'll go tieless. Tom Brady has Man, announced. Man, I lost these 20 pounds. See, my God, they're probably going to be just swooning oh, over me man. out there in Texas. Mm. Tom Brady has announced his retirement. Yes. Again. 
Okay. Tom, Tom Brady in his 20s threw for 21,564 passing yards, 147 pa- passing touchdowns, mm-hmm. and three Super Bowl wins. Wow. In his 30s, 40, 000, over 40,000 yards passing, mm-hmm. 309 touchdowns, mm-hmm. two Super Bowls. Wow. In Pretty his good. 40s, <laughs> to over 27,000 yards, yeah. 193 passing touchdowns, Jeez. two Super Bowls. Two in his 40s. I, I will say this, in fairness – we laughed at Brady when he was 36 and said he wanted to play to 45. Yeah, hold he didn't my just, beer. He didn't just do that a couple of years ago. I mean, he did that back when he was in his prime, and we were like, yeah, okay, sure. But he played effective. I like this about him retiring, and it's one of the reasons I wanted him to retire after it was clear at the end of the year to me he wasn't going to win. Mm-hmm. Again, to me. <laughs> but Number I, one. I like a guy retiring with the kind of season he just had. You're not going to look back at his last year with – Played seven games, got injured, threw six touchdowns, eight picks. Right. Mm-hmm. I and mean, he's going to go out with another 4,000 yard, 90 rated season. Yeah, so, pretty good. Good for him. By the way, number we are, one. We are being uh, reminded by the Bad Boys squad of the 80s that it was soda cans and not pool balls that he filled the. Oh, soda oh. cans? Yeah. That's not as intense. Either sure. one would are they hurt. Sure? We had more than one put it okay. in. Okay. Yeah, so My I'm bad. Assuming. My memory's a little fuzzy. 30 years ago. <laughs> And the number one trending more topic. Than, more 40 years ago, Dan. 40 You're years ago. Very fuzzy. And the number one trending yes, topic. Sir. Gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you and each and every one of our listeners to uh-huh. Black History Month. Today Your timey. It's my time. Your month. Congratulations. That's the month right. of E, we'll call it. That's right. Black- I, uh, what if we do some E History Month? Every day we get an E History Fact. Oh, oh I, like I like that. that. What do you got? What's, what would today's E I History have one. Fact can, I, can I give one to E? An E History? Well, oh. it's not E History, but okay. it's, it's, a, it's a perspective All right. of Black History Month. Okay. Let's go. Uh, when Tom Brady was born, there had never been an NFL game starting two black quarterbacks. And now we got a Super Bowl. When Tom Brady threw his first NFL pass, there had never been a playoff game with two black quarterbacks. He retires days before the first Super Bowl featuring two black quarterbacks. Well, there's some black history and future, so to speak. Look at that. E, do you have, do you uh, have an E-history nugget? E-history nugget? Uh, uh, this is real simple. We're going to have about 20 days this month where you're just going to have to provide for us some portion of uh, E-history. All right. Um... Besides, you know, you had to sing... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, those kind of things, right? You know, a lot of people don't know this, but as a second grader, he hit a home run in kickball. Yeah. I, whatever. A lot of people may not know this, but uh, English was not my first language. See, that's perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. I am assuming Haitian is that is Haitian Cre- a language? Creole. Yeah, yeah, Haitian is the uh, the the, the it, culture. Cre- Creole. Creole is, is Creoles a like a. It's Haitian Creole. Could you talk? You speak French? that with your could, mom. Yeah, it's a di- it's a it's could a dialect you, of French. You get, so you could get a, like if you went to France, where they understand you. Oh. Do you still speak Creole? Have you, or has it been too long? I speak Creole every day of my life. Okay. He talks to his mom in Creole. I've heard him on the phone. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I think one day on E History Month, we're gonna have to have him do an update in Creole. Say. That's what I'm talking about. Wee 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 wee. That gets my motor running right there. I'm not gonna say. I think I may have just flared some attraction even. I don't know what's going wow. on here. Wow. And Get out of here. Quick. What, He's like, I ain't playing. There's that. one more thing on. I gotta do, gentlemen, before <laughs> yes. before okay. we get on out of here. What's wrong? <sighs> Yesterday was my uh, best friend's son's birthday. Yeah, you said oh. that. And did you? Uh, yeah, I did. You but said I, that on the air. Oh, so what's the problem? Oh, I messed it all up. Oh no! <laughs> I, I don't know how old oh, my nephew is. H. I don't know what grade he's in. <laughs> well, that's that's not that bad. He, he's a stellar kid, though. <laughs> I just want to wish my nephew. Yeah, Merrick, yeah here we go. You get a redo here. Merrick Reed Raposa. Yes. A happy 16th birthday. 16, okay. buddy. Sophomore quarterback at Clay High School. Nice. Let's go. 4.6 GPA. Yeah. Oh, what a right. Sounds like Stella a solid Stella, kid. Stellar kid. Happy I heard, birthday, I heard he became track, truck guy. Apparently, yeah. you caught, caught he, hell from your friend for oh, yeah. oh, getting the, it all wrong. Oh, man. I, yeah. <laughs> and, yes, he became truck guy yesterday. My best friend bought his oldest son his first truck. 
Wonderful. Yeah. Just so you know, a beautiful thing, man. Happy Truck birthday, guy. Mary. Happy birthday. Truck guy. Like me. If he wants to come down here, we can like sit in the parking lot and drink ices. <laughs> yeah, and put y'all's tailgates down. Uh, and play, just... play some country music loud or something, you know? Uh, That's what's trending. It's brought to you by Pet Paradise. They will trend because, look, they're a part of your pet's family. They should be. For all pet you know, services providing, you, you're going to get it all there. That New Day Veterinary Care is just knocking it out of the park. But the most modern facilities and up-to-date. Petsinable. They love your pet like you do. So, new puppy, new year. Get on that journey to good health and join our friends at Pet Paradise, the official pet services provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. Sorry, I'm... Uh, we I'm just do our diving thing. into Jim Thorpe because Tony gave me some uh, uh, an unbelievable baseball nugget today. Tell him what you just told me. By yeah, the way. in 1914, I saw this on some Twitter account that I follow uh-huh. with baseball history on it. In 1914, on this date, on this date, the uh, New York Giants <laughs> at the time and the Chicago White Sox played an exhibition game in Egypt, out in the desert, a 10 inning game that got stopped due to darkness. Ended in a tie, three-three. Jim Thorpe drove in all three runs for the Giants. The Jim that Thorpe, day, including yeah. a home run. Which I said, Jim Thorpe played baseball. Tony said, yeah, he was on the roster. I looked him up. He played six years, and then I started diving into Jim Thorpe, and we'll that's do that a, at another time dive, because yeah. it's a deep dive. But he was unbelievable. I, I, I find what's interesting there is we think these things are all these new things growing the game. These jokers went to Egypt and played baseball in the early yeah. 1900s. Yeah. yeah, it probably took them a month to get there. Well, whatever. Yeah. I'm it was just part saying. of like a world tour. I saw they had stops, I think, on that tour in like Australia wow. at the time. Like that kind of thing was going on. Those teams just traveling all over. Uh, the in hindsight, it didn't work. I'm not real familiar with the Egyptian Baseball League and how uh, prominent it is. Uh, they played cricket over there. Yeah. Right? What's cooking today on a hump day Wednesday of Jaguar today our question of the day today asking if you could have one former jaguar retired or active with mm-hmm. tom brady retiring mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. Uh, come back and play one final peak season for oh. the jacksonville jaguars in 2023 oh. who would you want to bring back well that's a good one that is a good one lots of choices there i i that is a good one because you manage what you think are maybe the better players and what their peak season means versus a bigger need and what that means mm-hmm. i could argue i could you could convince me of three or four different guys. I mean, you really could. Like, sure. I think of a position that it's not a need, but my God, what would this offense be if you had ETN and Fred Taylor? Mm. Running those guys what back. If you had Harry Colin at safety, you <laughs> would have a medical impossibility. To be honest, my with favorites. You. Shout Just out saying. to Harry. I think Calais Campbell, man. I mean, he's new, but I, you yeah. know, a seventeen sack, sixteen sack year. Nobody yeah. else has done that in Jackson. Calais Campbell would be pretty right. Good be pretty good roster, right now. Yeah. Fourth round pick Joey Shoots would be a nice addition. <laughs> Joey shoots. A lot of people don't remember him, but you do. Harry Delajanis, I remember you being big on. But he passed. See, why do you have to bring everything down? I didn't want to go. Could you just let it go? Does anyone going to look it up? Tony. Why? Have a great show. Mike and Tony Jaguars (laughs) today. It's coming up here momentarily. Have a great day. Ump day is over. Uh, Okay. Grim Reaper signing off. Bye, Felicia.